Welcome to episode 19 of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan along with David Van Boglin. And after a week hiatus, we are back. We're here to break down last Saturday night's UFC Fight Night uh, Hunt and Mirror card. In our MMA news, we got some big news uh, about a state finally legalizing, which is going to be huge for all MMA. Uh, a lot of guys getting popped for drugs. And we got some questions this week. Yes, we do. So, uh, Dave, we're back. How you feeling, man? Uh, well, we we had to miss a week. Yeah, I was I was just gonna get into uh, that. We yeah. had to uh, we had to unfortunately last minute cancel uh, due to some complications yeah. for you. Uh, we know I had uh, surgery a, a few weeks back. Yep. I was feeling up great. Yeah, you were you were looking like a champ, man. And I don't know it that was. came out. Of this infection came out of nowhere. And, and the incision had one little area that just it would not heal up, and I just thought. You know, the position that it's in, I'm moving around, I keep opening it back up or something, no big deal. And I woke up, not uh, this week, but last week, Tuesday morning, and I had a, a softball-size uh, blood stain yep. on my pillow. And it freaked me out, and I got up, and I had blood on my shoulder and stuff. And it wasn't just blood, it was drainage. Yeah. So it's blood plus a mixture of infection and other stuff. And I went, uh, it's in the dock right away, and the dock drained it and cultured and stuff. And uh, I had a little mercy in there. Which is uh, an infection that's common after surgery. Yeah, it's it's a, it's an. I mean, MRSA's a. It's it's pretty common thing with sur- with yeah. post surgery things. It's like stat stat. infection. It's a cousin of stat. It's yeah. It's I, I knew of MRSA before I really knew about staff from being a wrestler because MRSA yep. MRSA is kind of a common thing. It is, um, especially in the wrestling community. It, you know. Right on top of ringworm, it's it's yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. With all the sweat and all the stuff that yeah. you share on mats, on mats, and you know you, you, know, you don't clean them properly, or you know, you know you just don't clean it quick enough. You know, an outbreak of MRSA comes like that. Yeah, it's, it's real it's, quick. It's, yeah, it's a huge thing. So I had, you know, I got that, and and if anyone's had MRSA, they know it, it zaps your body, oh, yeah. with all energy. So I was sleeping 18, 20 hours a day, and they had to. You know, I had to have my, my family come wake me up just so I could drink water and keep having fluids in me because they were going to admit me to the hospital and I did not want to go there. Right. So, um, they got me through it and the last couple of few days, it's, it's been better. Today has been pretty good. I've seen the doc again. Um, it's still, you know, it's still infected, but it's way down. Oh, yeah. You know, if last week was a 10, this week was like a 2. Good. So, it's, it's healing up. Uh, I stay on my antibiotics and... Hopefully, there'll be no more complications from it. And I stay on your ass. <laughs> yeah, I was, you know what? I was going to try to force myself to yeah. do show last week, even though I couldn't <laughs> keep my eyes open. Yeah, he gets, this is the yeah. thing. Like, you know, most of you guys that listen, you guys, you guys know Dave. But for those of you that listen and don't know Dave, the, Dave Dave's a hardhead. He's a goddamn hardhead. <laughs> and puts this show up a lot above his own health. So, knowing these things about Dave last week and knowing the struggle we were going through, because, you know, you and I talk, if not every day, almost every Mostly, day, or yeah. every other, every two days or whatever. So, you know, we're talking, going back and forth, you know, as you're going ready for finding out about the infection, going to the doctor, seeing where we're at, and it gets to be Thursday morning, and I made the decision <laughs> when I go to message you and see that you hadn't been active for like 12 hours, knowing you're sleeping, and I'm like, listen, man. I'm putting it down right now and yeah. saying we're not doing this because I know you're going to try to force your ass through it, yeah. and I'm not going to let you do it. You need to recover. <laughs> I, you know, that was I, I should have had my my mind focused on on recovery and rest and sleep, and all I could think about was all right, 
What time is it? Okay, I gotta break down this card. I better start looking at the card right now. Half asleep, but yep. got one eye open. And I knew, my... you, I knew you were gonna do those things, so I, I, I fucking, I put my foot down right away. I was like, no, man, we need to take this week off. Yeah. You need to get better. Yeah, I needed, and I needed it, and I needed the rest, and I appreciate it. Yeah, um, for your health comes before anything else, yeah, man. man. It's sometimes you just need a little reminder of that. So I feel, I do feel a lot better. I still, you know, you can probably tell I'm still quite tired, a little lethargic, but. Um, Nowhere, nowhere near where it was. Yeah, and, that, and that's good, man. I'm really happy to hear that. So we're gonna have no more complications. We're gonna nope. knock this one off the gate, yep. and then uh, uh, I'm done. I've had, <laughs> I've, I've had enough surgeries. I'm done. <laughs> Let's knock on some wood there. You ready to get in and talk about yeah, some fights, man? Yeah, man, we let's, had... Uh, let's talk about these. I, I didn't get to watch this fight as it took place. I didn't because either. I was, again, I was so tired. I was trying to stay awake to watch it. I was sitting in my chair, and I kept nodding off. Then I, I seen one of the the early prelim fights, kind of. And then the next day, I woke up, and, and Rowdy Beckman was fighting. I was like, well, man, it's like right. six fights between. <laughs> you know, and then you know, I was <laughs> to sleep, and I woke up, and I got to see... You know, uh, a little bit of, of Magni Lombard and 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 Mir and Hunt, and that's all I really got to see that night. And I still didn't process it very well because right. I was half asleep. Yeah, you were uh, you were out in worse, yeah, man. terrible shape. So, but I didn't, but since then, you know, we we've, we've got downloads for them, and we went ahead and checked them out. So yeah, because I uh, I missed them because I was playing a show in Grand Rapids, and yeah. for some reason, I thought that they were a fight pass card. So I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. I'll, I'll, I got I got fight pass. I'll check it out Sunday. We'll be fine. Go to sit down to watch it Sunday and go to Chromecast, and I get the blackout notice, and that's when I went, oh, uh, this was an FS1 card. <laughs> Crap. I had already started downloading them, too, before I even messaged you, and you were like, yeah, oh, man, you read my mind. <laughs> you you know, I, I needed those. I said that, too, because I was trying to watch it with my buddy Todd Bobby, and I was like, I guarantee you they'll be up on Plex in another day or two. Days. Dave's got it. He always does. Even when I'm like, I don't need it. We're fine. He'll still throw them up there. So, I've got a couple uh, of other friends out there that frequent a video game message board that I have that are UFC fans as well, and I gave them access to it. So awesome. Um, even, so just in case they don't get to see it, one one of the kids is uh, one of the guys is in Canada. The other one's in Texas. So sometimes they, you know, time differences yep. and stuff. They don't want to stay awake, or they both have they both have big families. Yeah. Um, and the one guy is the coach of his daughter's basket or uh, excuse me volleyball team. So they're you know it's a traveling volleyball thing. Oh, so yeah. they're, they're always on the road. AAU or something. Unless yeah. it's flight pass, he doesn't get to see it. Right. So you know I get those I, I get downloads and stuff for those guys as well. So it just you know and, and for us because I like to watch I like to watch the cards. As they happen, of course, but then one more time during the week, yeah, just so I can take my notes. Oh yeah, to get a, yeah, because you want it, you want to be in the moment as it happens, and then you have to sit back and, and watch it with that critiquing eye, trying yeah. to, to find the little things to bring up to talk about. I just had a lapse in judgment because I haven't been watching a lot of TV lately and completely forgot that it was an FS1 card and thought this week was a fight pass and no, it's the next card in a yeah. couple weeks that's on fight pass. Blah blah blah. So. Because I always, you know, I'm always on top of at least DVRing it or trying to. Right, and yeah. Just didn't work out. Well, sometimes so. it cuts you off, too. Yeah, well, like the Dillashaw fight when right. I didn't get the fourth and fifth round. <laughs> you can't always, you know, even even if you got there, you can't always count on it. So it's always good for us to, you know, have a backup. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's appreciated on my part, that's for sure. 
So, in our main event of last Saturday night, Mark Hunt took on Frank Mir, and it uh, didn't last real long. No, uh, even I could stay awake through this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this was uh, a minute, almost two minutes in, yeah. and it was another walk-off, a walk-off home run, but a walk-off knockout for Dude. Mark Hunt, and he, Heart? You know, when he hit that punch, you know, he hit that right across the side of Mir's head, side top area, Mir's head, and Mir's head jerked sideways, and he went down. Mark looked at him, walked away, and just shrugged his shoulders and said, there's another one. He knew. You know, he it, knows, was, it was man. awesome to he see. He makes it. contact with that right hand, you're done for. That's it. You're done for. It's and it. I've been thoroughly impressed with the resurgence of Mark, of Mark Hunt. Absolutely. Agreed. The, the time off he took, and then the, the, we were just talking about the switch to uh, to train in AKA Thailand. Like he's come, the shape he's come in in his last two yeah. fights has been incredible. You know, Mark Hunt's never been a ripped guy. No, he's always had a little belly to him. Always had a little but he, to him. he looks but good. He looks like he's he's down like four inches. Yeah, he's of fat. he's kind of svelte. He, yeah, he's, he was a little svelte. Yeah, he's definitely. looking thinner. He's looking healthier. Yeah, and, and I mean at his age too, he he looks great. He's yeah, he's great had so. a great resurgence, and you know sometimes that's what you need. It was it was a good thing for him to go where he went to, yeah. aka Thailand. Um, they have done a tremendous job. Mark Hunt, he's still—I mean—he's knocking people out like he used to, but it seems like those those punches are quicker now. Yep. Which is and it doesn't obviously hasn't removed any of the power. No. But he's the they're crisp and they're they're fast. Um, in comparison to how fast a heavyweight can be. Yeah, yeah. You know they're they're much more crisp than they were before and that's scary because before even when he was more out of shape and he was still walk off oh yeah I mean look what he did to Roy Nelson I mean mean, the the laundry list of people he's done stuff to but uh, what he did to to be the first one to to clap out when he broke his jaw that was a nasty one I felt bad watching watching the, the lead up video for the fight I felt bad for poor Stefan Struve because he's in highlights for both. <laughs> he's in a highlight of getting yeah. killed by Hunt yeah. and then getting KO'd by Frank Mir. Mm-hmm. Um, so poor Stefan. Two minutes in, Mark knocks him out, there, and and Frank is done. 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 Now is he done from the company? Is he? Here's the thing with Frank Mir. If I were running the company, Frank would be gone. He'd be gone. He just, you know, I have it. But Frank and Dana got, and Lorenzo, you know, Frank and the Fertitas, like the, the three of them, they have a, a relationship. A really yeah. good relationship. Yeah, Frank's been there a long time. And uh, he's been their champion. He, he has been. And, you know, with everything he went through with that accident, he came back. Um,. I, they're probably going to let him fight out his contract. That's what I thought, too. Uh, I don't see them re-signing him. The biggest question to me is if he does fight out his contract, is he going to try to go somewhere else? I'd like to see Frank hang it up, and I'd really like to see him go back into commentating because I thought when he was when he was going through that thing from recovery from the accident and waiting to get back into fighting, and he was working for, um, oh, my God, why did I just go blank? WEC. Yeah. He was working for WEC doing commentary. I thought he did an awesome job. He's well I thought spoken. He was phenomenal. He's, yeah, he's he's very well spoken. He's he's got the chops to do it. He knows how to call 
the transitions. Oh, he's and the positions. Super the smart MMA mind yeah. and, and a great analyst. Very uh, charismatic. Yeah, he's got a good personality. I would rather listen to Frank talk about fights than freaking Kenny Florian. I would. I can't I'd stand Kenny Florian. I'd take Frank. Yeah, I, I, I would take him with John Anik over over uh, Brian Stan too. Yeah, definitely. I, I that's where I think the best career move for Frank is, <laughs> no, is to get the commentator. That's a unique perspective on it. He's uh, good at it. It's not one that I thought of. No, but it makes sense. It's something I think he's really good at it, and I and it's better than than the other options outside of Rogan and Goldberg that they currently have, in my opinion. I mean, Brian Stan does a good job. But I like Frank's yeah. personality a little more, and I, and I love listening to him. And at the time when he was calling WEC, I hated the guy, hated me because I just thought he was an asshole. Yeah, but I thought he was a really good commentator. But he's yeah, you can hate the guy and still respect his mm-hmm. work. Um, this moved Hunt up to number eight in the heavyweight division, and it's like I was telling you before when we started, is that right now the heavyweight division is so shallow. Any win is a good win. Yep. Um, and any loss is not necessarily that bad because they need all the heavyweights they can get. Yeah, CJ Marshall. <clears throat> yeah, they uh, right now Mears lost two in a row and six of his last eight. Right. Um, he's thirty six years old and he's only had two wins since two thousand twelve, early two thousand twelve. Those were both KOs. <clears throat> so I wouldn't be surprised if if he was let go or. Or if they just see his contract through and don't re-sign yeah. him to, it, a, to a fighter's deal, maybe they sign him to some kind of ambassador's deal. I can see you that know. too. At thirty, he's he's an old thirty-six because he's not, you know, he's he's got a lot of fights a lot of under miles. his belt. And all those belt. and those years he had to deal, you know, he was out for almost two years. I want to say after yeah. a motorcycle accident because he had that rod in his leg. And, yeah, um, you don't want to fight with one of those. No, so I just. I don't want to see Frank fight anymore, man. It just... Enough's enough? Enough's enough for me, but I'm sure they're going to give him, you know, I don't know how many fights he's got left on his deal. I don't know um, I can't imagine that his age and what he's gone through already that they, that they would sign him to like a 10-fight deal or something. No, no, he's, he's, he's probably... One or two. He probably got a... I want to say after one of those wins, he was coming off the end of his contract. I want to say maybe even the first KO win, because that was a big shocker, if I remember. I don't remember the opponent, but um, I want to say maybe that they restructured him and gave him like a four-fight deal after that. But if they're going to like, if they like guys like Nogueira and, and, you know, they still have Bigfoot fight. Yeah. And Bigfoot's lost three in a row. Because that heavyweight division is on its ass. They need heavyweights. They can't, you know... But I don't want losing to one fight anymore. Either. Losing one ranked heavyweight is way bigger hit than losing a, a welterweight. Right. Ranked, you know, because it's it's so deep. Uh, 155 is so deep. that. But if he, if he did get cut, he could easily go to Bellator and fight. I mean... Well, that'd be ideal for, for, him. for him. You know, that would be a great place. And he'd probably, he, would, he would make more money going there. Yeah, you could put him in the cage with Dada and... You know, give him, you know, give him his his sponsors back. Yep, he he'd make out. You know, give him uh, three, four fights in Bellator, and he can retire with a big nest egg. Exactly. Uh, Frank, uh, he's he he does he has done well with the money he's made. I looked him up on Celebrity Net Worth, and he's you know yeah he's been smart with his cash. He's been very very smart. With his money, he's, he's well over the ten or eleven million dollar yep. mark, which is really good. 
uh, for a fighter that doesn't clear, you know, he's not clearing Connor money. No. You know, he's making like 35 and 35 or something. You right. Know? Um, I mean, obviously, he can thank Brock for a big, big payday Two. at 100. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, 100 for sure. That he probably the, got a good payday when he beat Brock the first oh, time. Oh, I'm sure too. he did. But the pay-per-view bonuses alone oh, yeah. from from 100 would have been enough for him to retire. For sure. And, you know, uh, call it good then. But, yeah, he he does love to fight. I will give him that. He he loves doing this. Yeah. Um, he does train hard. He's just... He, he's, he's had too many fights, and... At 36, he's yeah. not gonna. He's been KO'd. He's not gonna get any better, in my perspective, too. Like, I mean, we gotta look at that too. He's not gonna get any better. Brock's put him asleep. Yeah. Mark's put him asleep. I mean, there's he's he's taking some bad KOs yeah. at times. Then those six losses. This win for eight. for Mark Hunt was really good because, like I said, any win in the heavyweight division right now is really good. Yeah. Um, Mark's very old for the sport. <laughs> what is he? 40, 42 or 44. 42. Okay, I, I, For some reason, 44 was sticking out yeah. to me. He's 42 or 44. I looked it up. I can't remember. But he's he's, he's fastly approaching his mid-40s. Yeah. And uh, he's got a lot of miles on him. Oh, my gosh. God. Between K1 and Pride right. alone. Right. They There's a, an article that was posted. I don't know if you've seen this. Dana White said when they purchased Pride, um, they tried to pay Mark Hunt to go away. They, no, I did not see yeah, this. Okay. Uh, Dana, Dana White did the interview, and they just posted it before the, the card this weekend. And when they purchased Pride, they offered Mark Hunt $400, $425,000 to not come over with this contract. Wow. To basically buy him out to make him go away, and Mark Hunt said no. He turned the money down. He said, uh, he, said uh, he turned it down because he loves to fight. Yeah, I mean, it shows he loves to fight. And, you know... Dana said that they adamantly pursued him to take that. Yeah, I'd never, that I had never heard that story. Yeah. That's incredible. Yep, that was just this weekend that they posted that. Wow. And he didn't take it, and he's made a lot more Tons since more, then. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, and he's done well for the UFC. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like he, you know, I think that they were looking at him, he was going to come in and just kind of be like a Tank Abbott. You know, right. just kind of get beat up, maybe beat up a couple people, not have much technique. Yep. Or, you know, and Marcus came in, he's been a great ambassador, he's been a role model, he's never had any trouble, he's never had any, you know, drug, no. drug use, he's never been arrested, you know, he's always, punctually, he's never, you know, he's not going to miss weight at heavyweight. I mean, no. If someone's going to miss weight at heavyweight, it'd be Mark. Probably. Yeah. He's, a, he's a large man. He's a big guy, but... He's, you know, all in all, he's family been, guy. He's, he's been good for the UFC. I agree, especially for them. You know, their Australia, New Zealand markets. Yeah, I mean, he draws anytime you put him on that card, and the and you know down there, he's an exciting fighter to watch. If you if you're the kind of fan, there's a lot of fans like this that love to watch big knockouts. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of fans, you know, especially the old boxing crowd. Oh when yeah. They, when they moved over to MMA, they love to see the big knockouts. Well, he gives them to you. That's insane. That is your big knockout yeah. guy? I just don't know what you do with him, man. I, I, there's nobody in the top five. I really want to see him fight. Maybe you give him to one of the up and comers like Derek uh, Derek Brunson. Yeah. Or or uh, you know somebody some of these other younger heavyweights. He's got I he's got two in a row now. Or not Derek, is it Derek Lewis? Lewis. Lewis, not Brunson. Lewis. Yeah. 
He's got two in a row now. He's going to have to get a string of five or more against you know the some, and a couple quality fighters before I'd even want to consider him. You he's, know, as uh, something that's going to be in, in some kind of main title. event title picture. No, you know, so he's going to. I'm going to need at least three, four more out of him. It's hard to say where they're going to put where, what to do with him because your top four is is taken up. You know, or five really because you got excuse me, Stipe and Stipe and uh, and Verdum are fighting. Arlovsky is fighting. Oh shit! Who is that? I know it's a teammate. Um, that one's coming up. Oh, it's uh, it's Arlovsky and uh, and freaking horse meat. Um, Alistar. Oh my god. Alistar. Yeah, Overeem. So Overeem and, and Arlovsky are fighting. Rothwell and Junior Dos Santos are fighting. Yeah. Kane. I know Kane's coming up. Kane's too. supposed to be fighting against Travis Brown. I think it is Brown, but it's not listed. Right no, now. it's a it's a part it's of a, a it's pay an per view. Yeah. Okay. Might be part of uh, one. One eighty, one ninety. Uh, it's either ninety eight or ninety nine. I must be talking about when they're not ninety nine then in Brazil. Or no, that's the Brazil card. Ninety nine's Rockhold and Weidman. No, I don't so know. this one's not done yet though either. Or maybe they're shaping it up for two hundred. Maybe he got injured again. But yeah, I know Kane. I know Kane and Brown where they've been talking about yeah. putting that fight. I know that. So, so pretty much, there's six six of your top heavyweights are all are already dance partnered. I mean, I I don't know if Mark really at, at 44 has any delusions of making a title run. He may uh, with the streak that he's on. Maybe. Uh, I hope not. But I, I don't think he's got another. I don't think he's got a title run in him. I don't either. But I, I, I would like to see maybe like a Derek Lewis. Yeah. Get give him some of the kids. Give him, somebody, give him some of the younger guys behind yep. him that need to get some top ten opponents that, that look incredible. You're a gatekeeper now. It's, it's your role. At your mid-40s, accept it. Yep. Uh, but that was a quick knockout. They had performance of the night for the knockout. A good way to cap um, off the card. Um, Great win for Mark. Uh, you know, it's definitely time for Frank to start I thinking other so career too. moves. I think so as well. In the uh, in the co-main event, another performance of the night as uh, Neil Magny gets the TKO victory over Hector Lombard right at the end of the third round. A good fight. Um, oh, it was right at uh, the beginning. Oh, it was the beginning of the third round. Yeah, 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 yeah two seconds in. My bad. Um, this match was full of referee mess up. Yep. From the first round to the second round, uh, first round Lombard came out like blazing thunder. Yeah, he was a man on fire. And he was he knocked the crap out of Magny, and to the point where he had him down. And he was, I thought the ref should have called it. Yep, at one we t- point we talked about that before we started when, you know, when he went flat. Yeah, and then there was a, when he got back up, uh, Lombard grabbed him by the back of his neck. And shoved his face right back. He, he shoved him right back down, and Maggie just flopped. Yep, like a fish. Yeah, I thought he was done when he made it through the round. I was, I was completely surprised. The ref not calling it shocked me, um, but 
Yeah, even the commentators you know, were, were like kind you of... You got to call, you know... Yeah, you gotta talk call about it being up. over with there, and, and, you know, so Magni survives, luckily, and due to the referee decision. The classic thing happened is Hector Lombard punched himself out in yep. the first round, because he came out in the second flat-footed. Oh, yeah. He looked Spent, dead. gassed, and Magni got him down, flattened him out, and laid out over 30 unanswered punches to the side of the head and face of Lombard. Where Lombard was just keeled up, hands over his head, and he was done. Yeah, he was just shelled up trying to cover up from getting and beaten. 58 seconds left in the round, Magni unloaded for those next 58 seconds over and over and over into Lombard's head, and it should have been called. Yeah, he was nowhere near intelligently defending himself at all. 30, these weren't 30 missed strikes. He, he had him completely telegraphed. Laying him in, bouncing his head off the mat. Lombard, he should have called it then. Yeah, he he was beating the crap out of him. In only two rounds and two seconds into the third round, Magni hit 196 punches. Good God. You know, that's uh, 148 significant strikes out of basically two rounds of 75 per, 74 per technically. But Steve Percival was the ref in this match, and he blew it. For both fighters, if either fighter has a concussion, they have him to blame, yep. and him to blame only. He did not look out for the best interest of the fighter. No. He needs to look. They need to look at what he did there and do something to retrain him or keep him out of, of fights like this because it's dangerous. It was. It was scary. It was really scary to watch having that. Those thirty or forty, whatever it was, strike straight in a row to his head. Yeah, the 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 ones. That, I mean. I think the biggest, the, the the bigger travesty is is definitely the second round. No um, doubt. You know, things happen the first round, especially you know taking the back and 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 pounding on it yep. like that. It's it's a little easier to miss, or whatever. But those thirty some odd unanswered punches for almost a minute straight, that's that's dangerous and that's a horrible referee. That was a terrible job by him. Um, when it got to the third, Lombard was literally. In Dada, five thousand. Yeah, and he they had to dead. Him coming off the stool, it was just a yeah. mess. He just kind of, he just kind of crumbled over. And man, he got at him and hit him, and he just looked at the ref and hit him twice, and pulled back like this. And the ref said, "Okay, now I'm going to stop." It. Yeah, fine. Maggie was done punching this man in the face. He didn't want to do it anymore. No. He's not in there to hurt the man. He's in there to win the fight. So, right. You know, he, he. But he, if the ref doesn't stop it, he can't. Yeah. What are you, you supposed know, to do? You're trained to go until the ref stops you, but. You know, Magni showed a lot of sportsmanship by holding back. And he hit him once, and he'd pull back, and he'd look, and he hit him, and he'd pull back. He said, come on, dude. Yeah, he this knew. This is enough. He knew this fight was over, and he was, like, looking at him, like, come on, man. Yeah. Hey, let's go. Call this. I couldn't believe it. Um, I'm glad that he did so fast in the third round. I didn't think he needed to go there. A lot of um, respect to Neil Magni. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, no. Yeah. You're right. A huge respect to Neil Magni for being a sportsman like yeah. that. Because a lot of guys wouldn't. No. A lot of guys oh, would no, just. No. Yeah. Yeah, bang, bang, bang. And and Lombard could have ended up getting hurt worse. Bad. If Very he doesn't bad. have a concussion, he could have been. He could have ended up with one even worse yeah. after that. So, you know, I mean, you could that many. You could kill a man with that many unanswered strikes yep. to their freaking head. I mean, yep. That's that was that was so bad by the ref. This this now with that win over Lombard was was a big win. It's huge. And Lombard's a dangerous, dangerous man. He's he's the kind of cat that you know. He could always, you could always put him against a champion, and he would challenge them. 
I agree. I mean, that first round shows you how dangerous yes. Hector Lombard is. And that's coming off of a, a quite a lengthy layoff. Yes. Um, and you can tell that he had some some cardio rust. Yep. Um, he's never been... The adrenaline dump, probably. Yeah. And then you punch yourself out in the first round because yeah. you think you're going to finish somebody. A little bit of cardio work and he'd be even more dangerous. But this this is a big win for Megan because this is now 10 out of 11 right. victories and, over... Quality and opponents. Third since he's moved up to 170 or fourth? Let's take a look. Or is it. So he's had Silva, that's a 70. He's had Gaslin, that's a 70. I think the Gaslin fight was 85. I think. Was it? I won't be able to see from here. I'm pretty sure they let Gas. That's the one where they let Gaslam back into seventy because he made it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So the only the only loss he's had, you know, since uh, 2014, was, 13. Well, yeah, 13 was his last loss. They started. He started this win streak February of 2014, and he's put together 10 out of 11. The only loss he's had is to Damian Maya. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's nothing. Okay. To, right. <laughs> And, uh, you know, not all of his victories have been over super quality opponents. But but his his last three three have. Yeah, between Silva, Gasolum, and and now Lombard. Which is, honestly, is the biggest one. For sure. You know, uh, of them. Um, And he's now moved up into number seven, uh, welterweight. And... He, you gotta keep you gotta keep booking this kid in fights. You do uh, until he starts, you know, a losing streak. If he's gonna lose, you know, if he's gonna win ten out of eleven, there's something there. He, the, he's got something. He's got the heart. I mean, he's been in danger that that fight with Gastelum, especially in the third. I mean, he weathered a really oh, big yeah. storm. Well, he and as well as the first round yeah. in this one. I mean, he weathered in that same. Yeah, his heart, his heart and tenacity is is amazing. And he's a very intelligent fighter too. Yep. He knows um, how far to push and, and how far not to, and when to be reserved and when not to. He's he, he fights very intelligently, and um, he makes great use of his energy inside the cage. Yep. He doesn't blow it all um, on the hope of a victory. He'll he'll let go of a hold if he, after 15 seconds or so he doesn't think it's going to Yeah, there. so he doesn't... He won't gas himself no. out. He'll drop it and start over again. Yep. He's, Very he's intelligent smart. fighter. And, it, you know, it's a good product of that Elevation fight team. Uh, they're doing a phenomenal job with him in his training camps. I can't say enough good things about him, man. He, he's just... He's been a super impressive fighter. And every time you count him out, think he's not going to win the fight... Pulls, one, pulls, out the, off into late pulls one out of the back pocket yeah. and shows you what's up. It's, I don't know where he's going to... Who to put him up against next is is a question because there's that giant mess of a jumble at 170 yeah, right now. Yeah, kind of a mess. Right? I, I don't know what you... I think you kind of... Let him have this win and go home for a little bit. Let everything shake out. Get a little vacation in there. You just earned a big victory. He kind of needs it because, I mean, yeah. look at... He he's took those seven. He took those seven fights last year. Yeah. I think you know, give him, you know, give him six, eight weeks off. Let him go to, you know, Wherever. fly to Cancun and have a resort. Do something, man. Get out of the country. Go, go. Don't worry chill. about fighting. Yeah. You know, go, uh, go eat some some bad food. But go. knowing him, someone's gonna get injured. He's gonna He'll step up and jump in. Yeah. That's what he does. 
That's what he does. But I, I didn't start one. off as a big Neil Magny fan about three, four years ago. I right. wasn't. No, I, I wasn't thought, either. Uh, I thought he was very uh, vanilla. Yep. Uh, wasn't much to him. And I started watching him get these wins together. And after about two, three, I was like, man, yeah, he's it's, doing good. It was during that seven fight streak that yeah. you've been putting to, uh, put together that I was like, oh, wow. And now okay. I'm watching, you know, I'm watching him do it not only one after the other, but so quick, you know, after two months, another month and a half, he takes this fight, you right. know, six weeks, take this one. Like he's, he, he slowly grew on me to make me become a Neil Magny fan. I agree. And same, same process for I'm myself. not ashamed to say that for, and I, or I should say I'm glad that he did because he's he earned it, and I really enjoy watching him fight because he's, of it. He's an exciting fighter to watch. I, he puts on good fights. Um, you know, anytime you think he's out, he, he, he he's never out, never out. No, never, never. You I, can't count him out. At he, all. You can't. You can't anything but respect a man that's got that much heart and is willing to fight at the drop of a dime. Like anybody that gets in there like that, I always There's so many different styles too. I mean, you look at. All the, you know, between Eric Silva and Tim Means, we put. Then you look at, like, Hector Lombard was a bruiser. And, you know, and then Damian Maya lost, but Damian Maya, look at look at the skills that Maya has compared to Lombard. So he's fighting people, not just the same kind of fighters. He's fighting the whole range. He's fighting exactly. bruisers and technicians, and, you know, he's, he's doing everything. You know, you can, match him, you can match him up against anybody, and he's going to have a way to win. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be long. I think he'll end up getting a title shot at some point, you know, if he keeps putting together wins. He puts together another two or three. I mean, you have to. you got to put him in there at that point. You can't keep denying the guy if he's going to be. Or at least start giving him some top quality, you know, top tier yeah. ranked opponents. Absolutely. Absolutely. But there's, you know, there's some. Magni. Yeah, great for him. I mean, it's always a great win for him. And uh, it's just, now it's just kind of a matter of time of letting things shake out from some of the yeah. fights that we got booked coming up. Leading into um, 200. Yeah, we're going to need six months or so to let this, that, yeah. that whole thing shake down. And, and he could take six months off after the string that he's on. He won't. He won't. But, but I, he, he could afford it. <laughs> he won't. But he won't. He, I, I would. I would be surprised to see him, you know, someone at one of these upcoming pay per views, 99 or something. That's what I was just going to say. I wouldn't we'll be, see Magni pop in. I there. wouldn't be shocked to see him on the 200 card. No, I wouldn't either. I'd be glad to see him there, too. I would, too. I would, too. This was a great fight. Oh, yeah. Jake Matthews picks up the win. 51 seconds, the third round, over Johnny Case. 51 seconds left. With the, it was his second rear naked choke Yep, the attempt. first one, Case got really lucky being at a weird angle against the cage, and it saved him. Yeah. Uh, but Case coming in with a lot of hype behind him. Uh, a lot of hype coming into that fight, and I just underperformed in my opinion. I don't. I thought from the first round he was landing some good shots on Matthews, but Matthews was definitely putting more volume into it. That's what I got, uh, and my 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 brand new laptop. Like I finally got back, so I got some notes again, uh, some some more extensive notes, and that's the same thing that I wrote down for the first round. Is that you know. Uh, Matthews was was hitting more uh, bigger damaging blows. Um, Case was was hitting more. Yeah, but I thought uh, Matthews did more damage. That right hand that Matthews was landing on Case in that first round was doing a yeah. lot of damage, and some of those body shots. That's where it ended up going to the body. Right in the second round is, is what I wrote down is that there was, you know, 
started attacking the body, and, and that's kind of where the whole thing went downhill for him. It depleted the hell out yeah. of Johnny Case, and, and you know the one that dropped him that set up the RNC was a body shot that that a bad. Yeah, it was a body shot time. against the cage. Yep. Um, once he started going after Case's body, that's when his his game plan really came into fruition, and it, uh, I don't know if that was intended or not, but um, it worked. Yeah. yeah, it worked. Yeah, it whether that was your game plan or not, yeah. it was it was it was the right thing executed to do. smartly. Yeah. So, uh, but those two fought. I mean, they traded. They fought. You know, uh, Matthews did a great job of defending the takedown. He only got taken down once, and if you remember, he got taken down, but it was he quickly reversed it. Yeah. Um, so it really didn't you know uh, didn't do much for him. Uh, they both they both went for a take. It was a really kind of a really weird exchange. It was real quick, but they both went for a takedown. They kind of bounced off each other and, and fell to the, <laughs> fell to the mat. Yep. You know, um, and uh, Case then got the advantage roll on top of him before Matthews could roll out of the way. But it was it was just funny to see because they were both going in for the same thing and they yeah. just kind of bounced off each other. Um, it was just a quick thing in the second round. It was you know uh, just different to see, but. Uh, Matthews in the third went for that rear naked, didn't get it. Eventually got it though, um, with 51 seconds left in the third to get a. I, I would think, or um, they said on, uh, I don't remember who it was, whoever commentator said that Matthews was the biggest underdog oh, yeah. of anybody on the entire card. Yep. To lose to Johnny Case tonight. Yeah, and he said, you know, keep making me the underdog. It's yeah. fine. Oh, yeah, right. The, the, yep, in the post-fight mm-hmm. interview. Uh, it was it was a great fight. I Both was, these kids looked good. Yeah. Both of them looked good. Whether, you know, win or loss. Sometimes, you you know, we've said this before. Sometimes you can you can still look good in a loss. And I think Case looked Case, good in that yeah. loss. Yeah, I do too. I think, I think he just, some of his ineffective striking in the first round, he, I think he ate a few too many shots. And I think it affected him throughout the rest of the fight. Uh, other than that, I mean, it was a great win for Matthew. It was a good fight. Obviously, it was fight of the night. <clears throat> yeah, and rightfully so. It was very good. I was um, I was reviewing reviewing it again today, and I noticed that you know for the first first fight on this card where I, I kind of scooched up my chair. I was like, right. man, cool. this is getting good. You know that it went through to the third, and I thought you know I thought they were just going to fight straight through decision. And I wouldn't have had no problem if they did. No. But uh, Matthews turned it on and turned that burner up, and he uh, he set fire to him. And it was it was a great fight. I would love to see either one of these two fight each other. Fine. Yeah, I was just I wouldn't mind watching know, them fight I'd again. But fight again, but either, I'm anyone excited else too, I want to see how either one of those two they they take their separate ways and they go and they both do big things. And they both do good things and see them come back together again yeah. two, three years down the road. Ideal situation. That would be so cool to see because they're young kids, 21 and 26. Right. You know, they're going to be here for a while. They've got the skills to be here for a while. Um, well, Johnny Case has got a, had a lot of hype coming in behind yeah. him, coming into this fight. Uh, and I think it was Florian had noted uh, walking down, Matthews. Looked like he was coming down to fight where Case was so excited and in his walkout it looked like he was more coming down to the cage to receive an award than to go to a fight. Good analogy. And and that was I didn't think about it at the time and then the first round starts developing and you know, he's take he's just taking these shots from Matthews like it's no big deal, but you could see they were kind of affecting him. Like, you know, he's 
maybe he came in a little cocky with all this hype behind him and stuff. So uh, Matthews showed some good technique. Too, oh, he did. At one point, he he tried. He, he had a triangle attempt, um, and he showed good technique with it. It's just that Case had an arm in there, and, and he had he had a way out. It's just he was showing good. Striking, he was showing good form below. He was showing good technique. He right. is, he's a very well-rounded kid, <coughs> especially for his age. I mean, yeah. very, I mean, 21 years old is, uh, you know, that's, that's just, this is just the beginning of your MMA career. Right. You know, you're just starting off. So, great fight. Big win for Matthews. Not the end of the world for Case. No, not the end of the world no. at all. I mean, you, you definitely learn more from from a loss sometimes than you get from a win. So Absolutely. That's, it's, you know, it's just all about how he's going to rebound from it. And this was another, was another good amazing fight. fight. Daniel Kelly and Antonio Carlos Jr. And uh, Kelly picks up the TKO in the third round. It was... Another one that another underdog because Carlos Jr. was coming in really hyped up. And, yeah, you know Daniel and, Kelly was another underdog. And, and the first round uh, it showed that uh, uh, Antonio Carlos Jr. was was the aggressor. Um, he had what I it looked like Kelly was slow and sluggish. He didn't. He wasn't as crisp. Uh, Carlos Jr.'s movements were great. Yep. he was much quicker. Um, Kelly. Weathered some storms in the first round. And, you know, at one point Kelly got stuck in uh, both a triangle and an armbar. Yep. And yeah, great was, transition from oh, from sub to sub by Antonio Carlos Jr. It was amazing. It was amazing watching him work on the ground. He did a great job. It's just that uh, in the third round, about halfway through, Kelly caught him. Yep. He clipped him, and it was just that was it. it was the end of it. You know, I don't think at that point um, I had it scored. Up to that point, I gave Carlos both rounds. Yeah, I had it like 2018 or 2017 yeah. at that point. And there was there was not much chance for me, I'll say no chance for me, given to Kelly um, after the first two rounds. Going in, I didn't know much, too, much about the Cats, so right. I didn't have any prejudice going in. Um, but after watching him, you know, Carlos was, came in, he was in much better shape. Kelly right. looked, a little, you know, looked a little soft. And he looked a little slow. He looked yep. like he had the, the right cardio. Hard, hard weight cut or something. Yeah. And um, this is a fight game, man. He caught him. Yeah. That's it. Caught him with a big shot and just continued to power the lights down until he went out. And But it was a, it was a great fight, I believe, Ron. You know, Kelly took a lot of abuse in the first two rounds. He, uh, he... He he weathered some, you know, it wasn't Lombard style stuff. No. But he he took the, the ground and pound, he took the, the grueling ground, ground game, you know, Carlos. Because yeah. uh, Antonio Carlos Jr.'s ground game is phenomenal. It was it was great seeing that that uh, triangle into the arm bar, and, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know how Kelly got out of that, but he I did. It was amazing. A lot of years of judo. That was amazing technique. Oh, I mean, Kelly, Kelly was a multi time Olympian competitor. Competitor in judo for Australia, two-time Olympian, I believe. Three. Maybe. Well, those guys went nuts. Yeah, it was. Him. You can get a bigger win in your in you know in your home country no. for somebody like that than, than what Daniel Kelly pulled off. Do I see it maybe continuing as a successful thing? I don't know. Judging on the beating he was taking in the first couple rounds. Uh, but good win nonetheless. Yeah, um, um, I, it was more of a fluke to me. <laughs> that's kind of what I was trying to. You know, <laughs> 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 I 
I didn't want to take any credit away from the man, but know, it, it was, was so kind bad. of fluky. But it was kind of a fluke shot. I mean, uh, only in comparison to what happened the first two rounds. Right. That's all I'm judging it on. Not in the fact, not in his overall fight game, or or if he's a he's not. A, I'm not saying he's a bad fighter. No, no, I know what you mean. Though. Just, he was, was getting his ass whooped yes, the first two rounds, yes. and. He was getting his ass whooped on many levels in the strike game, and, and he got taken down. He got no, he had no he chance was, in, the, you know, in the ground. He, he wasn't rolling with him. I mean, he was no. just getting stuck. This is one of those situations you hear all the time going into the end of the round where a corner man looks at his fighter and says, all right, look, you're down two. You need to knock him out. Yeah. Or you're not going to win this fight. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, most of the time it doesn't work out quite that way. This time it did. This time it did. Yeah, fluky. Fluky, yes, but a win nonetheless. Uh, I, still, they're still both early in the UFC career, yeah. so this isn't going to really hurt them too much. I, I think Antonio Carlos Jr. is going to be fine. Yeah, I do too. Um, they're going to still get behind that kid. Oh, yeah. With his skill set and what he's shown in his previous fights. Yeah, he's not going to get uh, no. He's not gonna get hurt on this. They're just going to chalk this up to, you know what? Hey, man, this is a fight game. Bounce back. Yep. You know, Suck it up. Lick your Take your loss and bounce back and do better next time. Yeah, we'll see you in a few months. And you know, good on Kelly. They'll they're probably not going to elevate Kelly. I don't. You know, he's going to probably so. stay in the same spot that he's at. Yeah, no, stay in that mid card status. You feed him five, six more kids, and he starts doing better. And then we'll bring him up. Right, a bit. exactly. But this is just the beginning for both of these cats, and um, uh, I want to see what Kelly does moving forward. I'm really interested in seeing Antonio Carlos Jr. because he's got. The kind of skills that I enjoy watching. I hope for success for Daniel Kelly. Absolutely. You know, uh, same thing with Antonio Carlos Jr. I really like Carlos Jr. I think he's a good fighter. And I've enjoyed watching him so far. So, just time to lick your wounds and move forward. Yeah. James Tahuna and Steve <laughs> Bossy. What What do you really want to say about this fight? Uh, uh, I picked wrong. Five <laughs> total strikes for Mr. Bossy. One total strike for Mr. Tahuna. Yeah, 57 seconds, or three. Yeah, 53 seconds later, he's sleeping on the canvas, and Steve Bossy is your winner. That was a hell of a right hand. Oh, my God, crippling. Call rippling. And and this is Tahuna fighting back now at 205. Right. He went down to 85 for a minute, and wasn't really working out for him there. Uh, Came back up here... uh, Let's see, I think he got submitted by Nate Marquardt at 85. I want to say you're right. But I, you know, I like James Tehuna because I think he's, I think he's a tough guy. Um, I think he's a good striker. Um, yeah, he lost to Marquardt. Yeah, four losses in a row. But, again, this is four, this is his fourth in a row now. Yeah. And. He hasn't won a fight since 2013. Early. Yeah. That's a guy that I don't even think is fighting anymore. So he's lost to Glover, he's lost to Shogun, he's lost to Mark Hart, and now Steve Bossy. Um, oh, what's it, what's it? I didn't write this down. Um, at 34 years old. Right. A 27-fight 20, veteran, but he's coming off four in a row. He tried switching weights, so that didn't work. He came back to his natural weight. Steve Bossy knocked him out in, 40, in 53 seconds. They might give him one more at 205, but I doubt it at four in a row. You're probably getting your walking papers made. I would think at this point it's probably, you know... Um, You've been around for a while, but your name don't carry any weight. You're, you're gonna, I've seen guys with better records and better fight performances get, get scrapped. 
you know. And the way it happened was, uh, Tuhuna was kind of, he was he was not flat-footed, but he came in square, and he came in with, with the right square. All Bossy did was just this great boxing move. He did a little angle to yep. the right, bang. Dude, he pulled back. I watched the slow-mo again, and when he stepped to that right, I mean, he pulled his arm oh, yeah. so far back and just Clocked him with that right hand. But it was, just, it was, it was just that that slight step, boom, bang. It Good was night. it was the classic boxing angle. Yep, it was exactly what it was. It was a beautiful one punch knockout. Yeah. I mean, that's all it took. <laughs> Good for Bossy. I yeah. mean, you know, let's see what he does with this. This uh, is Bossy's only second. This is only a second fight in the UFC. And he's thirty four years old, so he's you know this kind of. Oof. Coming in late in the game, a little, little late, a little long in the tooth to be uh, making runs here. You know, I mean, not only his second UFC fight, the second professional fight. Jesus, he hasn't had anything that they consider. You know, anything. Was he an Ultimate different. Fighter competitor? Is that where we get Mr. Bossy? Because I don't. Until this fight, I don't remember anything about him. Nope. No. Just, just a guy lost to Tiago Santos. So uh, you know, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what to do with the guy. 30, he's 34 years old. Right. That wasn't only his second fight, but he beat James Tahuna in your second fight. Good on you. That's good. And, you know, he beat him decisively, knocked him out in the first round. Um, James Tahuna's getting up there. He's still got an amazing skill set. He's he's still going to be a dangerous fighter. Um, but at four in a row, if they give him another chance, and if he loses that another chance, Ow. that's it. Done. You know, done. Dada. See you later. I don't. Uh, I don't know if they will. I think they'll. They'll take care of him in their next round of cuts. I'll be shocked if he gets another shot at it. Yeah, I would, um, I would legitimately be surprised if he gets a chance to lose a fifth in a row. He was. A, he was a great fighter, and you know, from like 2009 to 13, yeah. or 14 area, he won. Yeah, he put together a lot of things. Yeah, a lot he, of wins he won and... five or six in a row. I counted. Um, he had a great run then, but it's just ever since. Right around 2013, he's not been able to do anything. No, you know it's right, right, right past his 30. Right when he hit 30, 31, yeah. he hit the skids, man. That was it. His 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 power's gone. His speed's gone. I don't see any. You know, I didn't see anything out of him here. I didn't get much time, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see right the one punch that he threw. It wasn't really all yeah. that impressive. So right. he missed he missed six before the one that he actually landed. Right. I don't know what you do with with, with Bose or Bossy. Bossy, give him another fight. Let him climb the ladder. Yep, give him another fight yeah. and see what happens. You give him a bunch of of other zero and two, zero and one, one and one, one and zero guys. You give him that that pool of young, uh, inexperienced fighters, and just pick a guy out of there and just keep feeding those. Yep. You know, give him give him a, a jujitsu guy, then give him a striker, then That's, maybe you know. Let's see what happens with the thirty four. You got to pair him up with some. You know, some different styles to see where he's going to stand and see how he does. I agree. So that's agree. all. That's all there is for him. But James Tahuna, I'm sorry, it's, but it's, I, time it's, to, it's, it's time to hang it up. It's time to go. Go. You can go fight in Bellator can, or World uh, Series of Fighting. Yeah. They'll give you a contract. You got, sure. got some lower companies right now. So he's got a name recognition. Absolutely. Where I think somebody will will jump at the chance to pick him up because no he's still only in his thirties. So he still has. 15 fights. Yeah, he's fight got, the veteran. And he's got fights. He's got, you know, time left for yeah. fights. It's not like he's in his 40s. No, no, he's still got, you know, he's you, a, can, you, can, a young guy. you can speak another five years out of this yeah, guy. easily. You, you can get another 10 fights out of that. Yeah. You know, let him fight twice a year. I don't know. 
World Series would be fine for him. Yeah, I, I think so too. I was looking forward to this fight. I was as well. Uh, this this is the first fight of the main card, and I, I'm a huge fan of not only Beck Rollins, but I have become a big fan of Sohi Hom. Yeah. I really like watching her fight. I thought her fight performance in uh, in Seoul was incredible. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Beck Rollins and, and Sohi Hom took on each other in the, the strong decision. Uh, the only decision on the main card. Yeah, the only this one, the only fight that went to decision, and it was a good fight. Really good fight. You know, even uh, you know, we've said this before. Some 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 fans don't like to see decisions, and even Dana White doesn't like to see him. He he prefers a finish. Right. But I say you can have, you can still have a great fight. Yeah, as long as it's an entertaining fight, I'm all for decisions. Yeah. As long as it's an entertaining fight, and this fight, I wasn't bored whatsoever. No, I, no. I, this was a great way to kick off the main card. Very good way. way. I, I'm a big fan of Beck Rollins. I, I fell in love with her on the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. She's just... She's, she's a, awesome. She's an awesome fighter. She's gorgeous. Absolutely. Sporting that new throat tat. I mean, she's, so, she's just an uh, absolute badass. God, she's smoking hot. Yeah, yeah. Her attitude, everything about her, she's she's a badass. I, I like the tattooed, yeah. uh, colored hair, half-shaved, bad girl look over the Paige Van Zandt myself. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, I ain't kicking Paige Van Zandt out but, of bed for eating you know, crackers, but... You put either two against Felice Herring to me and it's over. Oh, you know. I can't stand Felice Herring. I don't have to like her. I don't even really <laughs> like looking at her. Really? I, like, I, Ooh, I think it goes I think she's, she's kind of sexy, but I, her mouth takes... Like, when she starts talking, oh, yeah. and anything that comes out of her mouth, mm-hmm. it, it ruins everything about Felice Herring for me. Everything. Where I can listen to Beck Rollins, that accent. Oh, oh yeah, my so, God. That's so sexy. Oh, God. And she can fight. Holy she shit, can, can, fight. can she fight? You know, these two these two ladies, they are one fif- this is 115, right? Yep, yep. And um, Zoe Ham is, uh, you, were, you and I were talking about this earlier, she's, a, she's even small. Yeah, she's a natural for, atom weight. Yeah, she should be at the 105. She's a short girl. She's barely five foot tall. Yeah. You know, if what five one maybe, maybe you know, um, when when you talk about Beck, who's uh, she's a uh, she's a natural one fifteen. Yeah, you know, she's five 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 four five 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 six. Yeah, and, and I would say I think around five 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 six. And she looks like she towers over so young. Yeah, well, she you know she's you know? definitely making the cut from probably around bantamweight. Yeah, where. You know, so Yahan probably is a natural yeah. one twenty pounder. If she's making Maybe, if she's yeah. making the cut down, you know, as small as she is making the cut to Adam weight, yeah, she's she's a, she's a little girl, but she's feisty and she's a she's, scrapper. She's quick and she throws volume. Yep, you know, she's constantly working that 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 right hand is always out there jabbing, getting distance, causing distractions. She's, she's always great moving. with pawing that right hand yeah. because. She has to. She has to find that distance and exactly. keep, keep the longer fighters at range. She's. I don't think she's ever going to have the distance, the reach no. advantage, in in one fifteen anyway. No, you're not going to find uh, anyone that's smaller. Maybe, you know? maybe uh, um, Carla Sparza, because Carla Sparza is super tiny. Yeah, she's really little. Yeah, but maybe, but even but even then, then, I mean, even like Tisha Torres, who's one of the smaller height wise. Fighters, I think she's like five two or five three. So exactly. So that couple inches when you're when you're that tall. You know, I'm only five five or five six. When you know, right? When you're that tall, every couple inches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
even in this loss, I'm I'm impressed with Sohyam's uh, performance. I thought she put on a good fight. I she was tenacious. Did. She didn't ever give up in in the fight. Not at all. There was no quitting her. And I mean, Bex controlled this fight for five yeah. minutes worth of control. And she got the one takedown and uh, tried for some submissions. Caught her and uh, she had her back. She couldn't sink in the choke. She took her back, I want to say, in the second. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, trying to remember which yeah, one it was. Yeah, it was the second, because she caught her, she got one hook in, and was struggling to get the second hook in. Yeah, Beck had, uh, what, the lone takedown took advantage of a controlling hound for three full minutes in round two. Yeah, yeah, she dominated all around two, but just on the ground. Yeah. Put on good ground power. I mean, she's got great ground power skills. And I you know, I was watching it and took it some notes and I and I thought that Hamda had a good enough round three with her striking takedown and her one submission attempt that she should have won that third round. Yep. I gave Beck one and two and her three and Albert Shen and I agreed. The other two gave all three yeah, rounds to Beck and I could see an argument for that too. Yep. But yeah, I, I, I thought Zoe Hong did enough in round three to get that round. I agree. I agree with you there. I, I was kind of weirded out by the, the straight 30-27, you know, 29-28. Yeah. Probably where I would have probably gone to with you and, and Albert uh, Sheen. But, uh, you know, in the third round, she outstruck her. She had, you know, she it wasn't a take. She didn't get the takedown. She didn't get credit for it. But um, it was a reversal, and she got the submission right. hook in there. So... You know, if she would have got credited for the takedown too. I'm sure the other judges would have seen it that way. But I thought she she did enough to win the third round at least. I agree. I agree but with Beck you dominated the first two rounds. Her da- her punches were more damaging. She didn't have as many, but it was quality over quantity. Yep. You know, she was uh, she was definitely the aggressor. Yeah. And in, in the first two rounds, very much so. In the third, not so much. Um, it was a, it was a a good win for Beck. It's a good, very good win for Becky. Keeps her, climbs her up, you know, up. I think she was coming off a loss. Take a look at where she's at now. She's one and two, or two and one in the octagon. Okay, no, she lost. Her last one was against Lisa Ellis, and she won. That's right. And then this one against. Sol- so yeah, they're both two and one in the octagon. Well, no, I'm sorry. It's not Soyama's one and two. She's one and two, yeah. But they, yeah, they were both on their third fight overall. She lost to Collarwood. In her first fight, which was close fight, and I, I actually think that Sohyam won the fight. Um, I, I thought the judges kind of got that one wrong, uh, and then she got the win over Courtney Casey with a fight of the night. Yeah, that's good on her for that. No, that fight, that fight there back in November and Seoul. That was the Seoul. That right? was the Seoul card. Yeah, she thoroughly impressed me with yeah, her performance there, and I, and I was impressed with her performance against JoJo because I. I watched that fight intently because I love JoJo too. She's oh, yeah. one of my favorite yeah, fighters. Yeah, 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 definitely. Division. It'd be nice to see um, UFC open an Adam Wade. Yeah, I, I don't think it's but it's not, a little further down. There are some pretty quality Adam Waits fighting in Invicta. They're going to need a lot more they're than gonna that, though. More. Yeah, they're going to need more. You can't just open a, a division on, on eight or ten fighters. Well, you know? I mean, that's kind of what they did at 115. They basically pillaged everything from yeah. Invicta. Yeah. Other than, I mean, Paige was one of the only girls that wasn't fighting Invicta that they brought over, and she was, because of her age, was the only reason why she didn't get onto that season of the Ultimate Fight. Yeah. But every girl almost from that season of the Ultimate Fighter, when they brought in the 115 
weight class were all former Invicta fighters. Yeah, they were. I had no idea who any of them were. and went no, back and started watching Invicta fights on Fight Pass to find out who these girls were. That's pretty much where I got my and research. And I watched, I watched Beck fight. It was Carla for the title and lost. I wonder why they don't list those into their... I don't either. I don't know that's why a, That's considered a professional fight. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, and, they, and they include the, the Strike Force guys. Well... Other, I don't know. I don't know why they don't because they're partnered up with Invicta. So you would think yeah. because they showed the Strike Force victories from guys like Jacare and Robbie Lawler and all those guys that fought in Strike Force, but they don't include people's Bellator records, which I understand. But I don't. But I don't understand why the fights for uh, Invicta aren't listed. No, I don't get that. They really should be. It would. It would also help make their fighters look look better. Yeah. Having you know, especially if they went in Invicta and had. Three wins and no losses or something. I want to say she had a pretty decent record in Invicta. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I watched and I read some of the stuff. I don't have it memorized um, of her fights back then. And a lot of the, the girls' fights from Invicta, um, I just it doesn't make any sense to me why no, you don't have don't it on the record. Did Beck move up in the rankings? She's not ranked She's yet. She's not ranked, okay. I didn't think she was in the rankings, so she's probably sitting outside the top fifteen. If they even have a top fifteen for, uh, or for strawweight. Um, they do have so oh just, God, Justine Kish, which is I don't get why she's ahead of her. Ronda Marcos, Jessica Aguilera. Aguilar. Yeah, Jessica, Jessica Aguilar. That's... Uh, I remember ever seeing her fight. Michelle Waterson. Obviously, that's the Karate Hottie. Let's get that name. Tisha Torres, Thug Rose, Carla, and then Gedalia. Where the hell is Carla Esparza? That's what I want to know. That girl hasn't fought. She hasn't fought in so long. She hasn't fought since Joanna beat her ass. Yeah, jeez. That was May, a year ago. I think she was supposed. Her and Tisha were supposed to fight, and something happened, and there was an injury. I think she got hurt. Okay. Because I think they were trying to do that rematch with her and Tisha. Um, because they never fought in Invicta, and that was like the big fight when they were setting that season of the Ultimate Fighter up. That's what they were trying to set up was was a, a Tisha and Carla finale because they were the top one and two fighters and uh, and Invicta at the time. Okay. But. Tisha got beat early by I want to say it was uh, I mean it won't they won't list it on her fight record but uh, I can't remember who it was but yeah they, they knocked her out of the tournament early like first preliminary round fights mm-hmm. so they never got the dream match but give Beck somebody ranked man let her fight. Let her fight somebody. Get her into the rankings because she she should be there. It's already a thin class. It's a very thin class. So if she's not ranked, she's got to be just outside the top fifteen because it's not very deep. No, uh, if she gets another win, I wouldn't. I would wonder why she wouldn't break the top fifteen. I agree. Another one. I agree. Give her a top fifteen fighter, man. Let her fight. It was a good card. It was a great card. I I, I give it a, a solid three and a half yeah, out of five. Definitely. You know with. With 
the amount of finishes that they had in that main card, um, you know, we, we got to judge it on the whole thing. There was a lot of, you know, we could go through the, the stuff in the preliminaries, but it was almost all decisions. And right. It was very boring and lopsided. The Ross Pearson fight put me back to sleep. <laughs> um, you know, you came up with uh, with Walsh and Andrade. I mean, they were just it was it was bad. There was a lot of circling and right. Um, overall, it was it was an easy three and a half for me uh, because the main card itself was so good. The main card was a four to me. Yeah, absolutely. It was that good. It was good seeing Magni. Um, and, and Lombard minus the referees crap. Right. They really showed a contrast in styles and Magni showed a lot of heart and a lot of technique. Uh, the younger kids, Matthews and, and Case, put on a hell of a performance. Yep. Uh, Kelly and Carlos Jr. Jr. put on a hell of a performance. Um, the bossy showed a really, I mean, one hit knockout, <laughs> you know, intelligence. Awareness, yeah, good, good striking know. skills is just to be able to parry the shot and, and land you yeah. out like that. And, um, and whenever you see that that Mark Hunt walk off knockout is is always fun. So it was it was a great card. I I'm bummed that I slept through it, but I'm glad I got to see it. Right, me too. I'm yeah. bu- I mean, I'm bummed I missed it. I was you know doing something for a good yeah, cause. So absolutely, tell them what that was. Yeah, I, I, I played a show in Grand Rapids as part of this nationwide effort um, called Hip Hop for Flint. Where we were all, there was events going on nationwide uh, Saturday to raise money for um, in-home, quality in-home water filters for the people of Flint. Yeah. We in Grand Rapids alone raised over $5,000. That's amazing. That's really cool. And I know, buy a lot of water yeah, for a lot of families. I know um, in Texas they were doing one of this outside of South by Southwest in Austin and they raised just over $4,000. Um, I don't know any of the other events how they did. Um, I just I had a friend that was working the Austin one, and he posted about what they made. So they, I know cause. I know locally here in Grand Rapids, we raised over five thousand on the on the west side of the state. They were having one in Detroit that night as well as Flint, and then there was one in New York just this week. They they had one during the week. It's sad to know that Flint is still having these. Having the water crisis right. t- still today, uh, after everything has been posted about it, all the news media that's covered it, how long they've known that Flint has been without clean running water and poisoning their children and their families in Flint. It's it's it sucks that they still have to go through yeah. this. It, it was really amazing to see, not only just here in West Michigan, but nationwide. Seeing so many communities coming together for the people of Flint, like it was, it was awesome. Yeah, and I was really honored to be a part of it. It was a well done thing, man. You did a great job. Thank you. Let's uh, let's talk some news, man. Yeah, uh, we got some some big news coming this, out of the east. This one, yeah, this this especially, I think, is the biggest story we're going to talk about. Everything else is just people getting popped for stuff, and we'll probably glaze over. But uh, this is a landmark thing: the state of New York. Finally, finally becomes legal to have MMA. Oh, it's so exciting. The mob, the mob finally lost their battle to try to fight it and keep it out for as long as they could. That's going to be a, a big hit in, their, in yeah. their pockets because they got a piece of all the fixed fights that right. happened there right. for so many years. Yeah. They, they didn't want to see the legit sport there. And, and all that shit. 
So, I mean, this this is a huge landmark moment yeah. for for MMA. That's, I mean, we're finally... New York is a big, right. big market well, to fight. you got Madison Square Garden, probably the, the, most, the, the most famous arena ever. That is. And they've they never held a big event. And there's finally... There's so many guys from New York. You know, I... Madison Square Garden is 20, 25,000-seater arena. It's, it's, it's not the biggest. In comparison, it's not... You know, it's it's not like uh, football stadium size. No, right? but the history. But just walking into that place, uh, you can feel the, the history around it. I mean, it just the smell, the the sight, and the yeah. look, and, and and the people. It is it's the most incredible building in the world. I just had a couple of friends of mine that um, been talking to on Twitter and stuff that went to the national wrestling championships last week and that were held at MSG. Yes. I watched a lot of those on And that was the same thing they were talking about was just the the aura of the yeah. building. Yeah. I don't believe in the supernatural nothing like that, but I could but I've been there about three, four times and it's just you walk in and you feel like you're a part of something. The electricity everyone bigger. says that the electricity yeah. yes. of the building like the it, people, it's, you know, look at you this, goosebumps. Look at this. Yeah. Just thinking yeah. about it, it right. just it's making me, you know, um, I never realized how big it was until I Moved out to New Jersey, and we, we went and we seen uh, Bruce Springsteen there once. I think we seen Kid Rock there once. We seen Bon Jovi there once. We seen right. some of the East Coast guys play out there some bigger concerts. And um, I've been to seventy five thousand people at Tiger Stadium to see Kiss play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen, you know I've seen big, huge shows, and this one. Topped it not because I liked the performer. I hate Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> but it's the bill. Sorry, I, I just I don't care for a scene. But just going there, I had such a great time because you could just oh my right, gosh, it's, right? It's, it's it's indescribable how incredible Madison Square Garden. I've is. never even been there, and I'm getting chills and goosebumps, yeah. man. Like it's phenomenal. It's such a great place, and um, to now know that the UFC. An MMA in general is going to be allowed into that market. Right. The fighters that get to fight on those Madison Square Garden cards are going to have something that that they that can never be taken no. away from them. Once you, once you, Frankie said it. Once you make it there, you can make it anywhere. It's and, a shame that they didn't have this figured out before, so they could have done Jones Cormier at MSG like they oh wanted to. Man, unbelievable. That would have been the best of the best. They had it reserved. They had it re- the date reserved at MSG, and it got to the point where they had to say, "All right, well, I guess we're going to Vegas." It that sucks. market can be, it will be so big for oh them. Oh my god! Well, look at the guy. I mean, you got Bones, Weidman, yeah. uh, Frankie's a New Jersey guy, yeah. but still, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you got a lot of guys from New York. Yeah. That have never gotten to fight in New York. Right. Because the closest you can get is Jersey. Yeah. Jersey, Not Connecticut, Pennsylvania, you know. But they don't even Maine, do really big events in Pennsylvania no. or Connecticut. It, nope. It's Jersey or bust usually. Yep. So, I, uh, dude. This is this is such a, uh, a great deal for everyone because um, it could, it could all, I mean, I don't think anything is going to rival Vegas, but Madison Square Garden cards and New York cards might be able to. Oh yeah, uh, because they're it's 
people come from around the world just to go to this arena before to see whatever's there. They don't care. They just want to get in there. Exactly. Before Vegas was the fight capital, MSG was the place everybody had big fights. Yeah. You know, Tyson's fought there. Ali's fought there. Holy people. I mean, everybody's everybody's fought there. I mean, I, 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 the number of, of, you know, big wrestling matches that they've had. Real San Martino sold out Madison Square Garden 115 times <laughs> in his 17, or excuse me, a seven-year title run. David Van Bogelen, ladies and gentlemen, your WWE <laughs> history encyclopedia. Bob Backlund sold out the garden, you know. How yeah, they used to sold do, out the garden. They used to do, you know, monthly garden shows and, yeah. and stuff. Before it was, we want a main event WrestleMania. Before WrestleMania was a thing. You want a main event at the garden. If you could main event the garden. You, you made that's it. That's it. You were the man. All you wanted to do, all you look forward to, all the other shows you did between Jersey and Pennsylvania and Detroit and Chicago, it all led up to the match at MSG. MSG. Yeah. You know, for a, for a while, the only way you could watch WWE... WWF back then, yeah, the Worldwide the, Wrestling the Federation. Madison Square Garden closed. It was called MSG Channel. Yeah. And that's the only way you could see it on TV. Yep. So, I mean, everything revolved around Madison Square Garden when you talk about the East Coast. And now we're finally going to get the And UFC, we're going to get UFC there. You know, when they do it, they're going to do, when they finally get their first matchbook there, it's not going to be just some thrown together card. We're going to see something of. Of the stature of 200. Well, that's a shame because yeah. that was another thing they wanted to was talking about maybe doing 200 at MSG too. God, now it's in the new, you know, I mean, it's going to be in the new arena in Vegas. Great, but the first one they do there, it's going to be special. Oh my God, it's going to be huge. It's going to be special. It's and I won't be... be surprised if it's going to be Weidman and, and Jones on the card, not fighting each other, obviously. But no, but uh, you got to have those two on the you card. Have to. You have yeah. to put them two. Uh, on that card in Madison Square Garden. Bring out, bring out Phil Baroni out of retirement. You know? get, all, <laughs> get all the New Yorkers back, man. The New York badass. Oh, Central Michigan University's own New York badass, by yeah. the way. I'd like to point that out. That yes. he, he wrestled at Central Michigan University. Old Phil Baroni. Yeah. He's a Chippewa. I'm, uh, I'm very excited for this. Dude. I am too, man. It was huge. And when that news broke yesterday, yeah. it was... It was huge. Yeah, I, uh, I, I just breathed a, a giant sigh of relief and went, finally. finally, here we go, finally, finally, after years of will they, won't they, will they, won't they, will they, won't they, every spring, you know, because the, the, the stuff would come around every yep. spring, they vote on it, and every year, nope, got shot down, nope, shot down, nope, shot down. The, the assembly floor, for the first time in seven years, it was they've un- they've had the bill on the assembly yeah. floor for seven years, and this is the first time it passed 113 to 25, and the voting the bill needed at least 76 votes to pass, and they got it. With That's because everything's been getting exposed, and all these people are being exposed as corrupt. That they're taking money from the mob to keep MMA out because the mob can't control it. And yep, and that's a, you know if they can't control it, their money's gone. Exactly. So it's. I can't say landmark enough, man. This yeah. is this is huge, and like I said, this is going to be this is our biggest news story of the day. Well, this just isn't just remember this too is we talk about MSG, but this is not just MSG. They, you know, they can do yeah, other, yeah. This is there's a lot of arenas in right, New York, right, you know, right. from Albany to Buffalo to to NYC. You know, yeah. there's a, there's a ton of of arenas out there. So we'll get some good fight nights in some yeah, some places definitely. in New York and some of the smaller Absolutely. smaller arenas and stuff too. So yeah, it's. 
it's huge for not only the UFC, but the sport of MMA in general. Because Definitely. other people are going to get to go, you know, maybe you'll get a, a rising card over there with, yeah. you know, Fedor coming to New York or something. and it opens, it opens up so many doors. It's huge for MMA, man. This was a landmark move for the sport of mixed martial arts, and I couldn't be happier about it. So like we said, we had, uh, what was it, one, two, three, three stories all about uh, people getting popped for three different stories, things. four fighters. So we'll start this one off with uh, Diego Brando receiving a temporary suspension from his post-fight drug test at UFC 195. He has uh, temporarily been suspended for a positive marijuana test uh, after his loss to Brian Ortega back in January. They exceeded the water limit of 180 nanograms per milliliter, which is really high. The, the, they, they, limited, or they lifted the limit from, I, I want to say it was under 100 at one point. We call this the Nick Diaz rule, where they, where they bumped it up to 150 nanograms a milliliter, basically making it so that if you didn't smoke, oh, you know, a day or two before your piss test, you probably shouldn't fail. That's why we call it the Nick, Nick Diaz, Diaz rule. And uh, and he was 30 milligrams, or 30 nanograms yeah. over that. He so hit it, the 180. It was, it was quite high. Quite a high range. Um, so he probably smoked that morning. Or the night before. Or the night before. Easily. I mean, you know, post-weight cut, trying to get your hunger back or something. All depends on metabolism. Anxiety, maybe you want to, you know, get some sleep. Whatever it is. Uh, That's really it. There's no, you know, we're waiting for um, a length of the suspension to come out. Uh, But it's just, right now, it's just a temporary suspension, probably while the appeals process goes through, and then see what happens. We probably touched on this before, but... um, both you and I are in agreement that medical marijuana works is a good thing for people. Yeah. It's a great way to eliminate drugs that kill you to accomplish the same thing. Now, throw all this out the window that we, you know, that we're not advocates. Is, is there any reason why it should be banned? No, in my opinion, no. If you talk to some people, like there's there's this big theory, especially in the jiu-jitsu community. Like a lot of jiu-jitsu guys that like to get high. I mean, a lot of people in general like to get well, high. Yeah. But there's a lot of guys in jiu-jitsu, they love to get high before they go and roll. They feel like it relaxes them more. Um, uh, some people, are really are for retention purposes and stuff, are, are okay with it. But like Joe, Joe Rogan will tell you, a lot of, a lot of the guys, they, they all get high before they go and roll. It just makes it easier for them. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not as uptight, you're not as tense. You're just so, relaxed and easy to... So I can see it, quote-unquote, being a performance enhancer and that aspect where it, it relaxes, you know, it'll, it'll relax your body, it'll relax your mind a little bit so you're not so tense. And but and at the same the time... pain relief factor too, maybe, know, but, but maybe, but... They're allowing know. guys like Frank Mir and other guys who have severe ADD to take Adderall. Right. You know, and that's completely okay. Oh yeah, you know that's not a thing to make you focus. And, and I mean, and that's that's liquid or that's pill form cocaine, methamphetamine. It's one <laughs> chemical compound yeah. away from meth, basically. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I I I completely you think know, it's stupid that there's fighters being suspended <clears throat> for for marijuana, especially ones that have medical exemptions, because yeah. Nevada Nevada is a, is a medical state now, and one of the few <clears throat> states that one of the five that recognizes outside cards. 
There are only five states out of the 23, 20, no, yeah, 23, I think, legal medical marijuana states that we have now that recognize outside cards. Michigan is one of them. The other two of them are on the East Coast, and Arizona is one of the other ones. Is there any, I, I mean, I, I don't see how it gives you an advantage. I don't. By using it versus the other supplements that are already available to you and completely legal free to use. I mean, we both know how much I like my green medicine <laughs> and there's never been a point where I'm like, you know, I'm going to smoke this joint and then I think I can take on John Jones. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's I'm going to smoke this joint and then maybe I'll play some UFC 2 yeah. and try to beat up on John Jones, which speaking of, I have been playing quite a bit of. So Let's take a sidebar for a second. How is that? I like it. I do is enjoy it. Is it as buggy as the first one? Um, there are some weird... Kind of twitchy stuff. Some you can hit strikes at weird angles. Okay. Hit people in the kind of like the back of the head or knock them out from like behind. But it's not like it's not nearly as twitchy as the first one. Um, How's the roster? Incredible. Okay. Oh my god, the roster is huge. Like three times the size of the last one. Okay. They have everybody, everything from female strawweight up to heavyweight, and it is full. There are so many fighters on this roster. What is your opinion of CM Punk having a rating of 85? I haven't fought with him yet. Okay. Um, Does it seem excessive? Slightly when, like, you... Because I, I just... You can unlock... There's a code to unlock Joe Rogan as a fighter. And I unlocked Joe. Like, you could, it's like an old school cheat code. Like, up, up, literally, down. it's like up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, zero, X... Options menu, our <laughs> options button on the on the PlayStation Four, something real similar to that. Nice. You can find it on the internet. If you go to Joe Rogan's Facebook or Instagram, he put it up there the other day on the exact code on how to do it. So anybody Excellent. that hasn't done it, I, I suggest <laughs> it. Do it in the actual opening of the game, not the main menu, and you'll hear a little Joe Rogan soundbite. That's how you know you got him, and he fights at 185. But Joe's only like an 86. I've been really seriously considering Amazon has extended me a nice line of credit, right? And a, and a zero APR, no, right. no, no, uh, no interest for six months on on a major purchase. And I've almost pulled the trigger on getting a PS4 with the UFC two because I want to play the UFC two game. I, I wouldn't say it would be a bad idea. It's a good game. I think the improvements. I like the improvements as far as some of the um, some of the game controls. Uh, I like the, the the prompting of the submissions is a little better. It's not just like hitting the one button and, and doing a little quarter turn and hoping to God that it goes in. Mm-hmm. Transitioning is a lot better too on the ground. Okay. Um, I really like that one. Your, your ability to stop transitions and to actually transition pick you you instead of just. Excuse me, where before it was like, one, I want to say it's like L1 and then a half circle in one direction to transition. Now it's, it'll give you the option of um, hold to the left to transition to half guard, hold to the right to transition. If you're on the, like in the bottom, let's say, um, got the guy's got you in full mount. You can hold to the left to go to the half guard, hold to the right to try to kick him back to full guard or switch, you know, go where he takes you back. Um, they're in half guard, you know, you get the options to go to full guard or even try to take the back. And then if you hit L1, it'll give you your submissions options. And it's the same thing instead of just 
praying that you got the right submission by doing a quarter turn. You just hold your stuff in a different direction, in certain directions. It gives you the options for the. Oh, different. that's kind of cool. Yeah, so so different positions, different it's, guard positions, more strategy, or yeah. more randomized. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want. Um, <clears throat> takedowns are a little wonky. Uh, it's it's a little harder than what it was before to actually execute. But overall, I think the game they've improved the game better. Uh, yeah. the, the career mode is cool. Uh, the training they kind of took some cues from uh, UFC, the Undisputed series. Where now you pick um, whether to train low, medium, or hard, and you have a little, you know, the harder you train for the fight, the, the little more of the risk of injury you get. Gotcha. Where it was just like you didn't, and you get to pick whether to focus your training on standing up or, you know, on the ground or whatever. Like to create your own fighter? Yep. Okay. Yep. Whereas in, in you know, the previous UFCs, they, they or the, in the last one, they, you go into training and it's like they just tell you what you're going to do and you do it rather than, you get to choose I got your you. different your different parts of the stand up you want to do the different That's parts cool. of the ground game, yeah yeah it's it's really good I've enjoyed it so far. <laughs> um, the career mode's pretty cool. There's a new mode um, called knockout mode where you just you go in there and try to knock the guy out. Okay. The strike. Fight. Yeah, it's like best of best of two or best of, best of three. First one to win two two round you know win knock the guy out twice wins the fight. Um, so that, that one's, that one's kind of cool. They, they have, they've, they've picked up with being with EA, this new thing that EA has been doing in these different games, um, called the ultimate team where like in Madden you do it, you, you go through a draft and you draft random players and you try to build up a team. Yeah. And this one you do, you, you create five fighters hmm. and okay. they're all in different weight classes. You can do, um, women too on you and you have five fighters and you go through with that five fighters, and you try to um, continue success on your team. You get points based off of that. Um, That's cool. There's some new modes for online and stuff, too, that are really good. I haven't spent a ton of time. I just picked it up last week, late last week. And I haven't spent much time with it this week, but last weekend I was, I was pounding around it pretty hard when I had the chance to play the, the couple of days that I had it. And I, I loved it. I, I, I've spent most of my time playing it in career mode. Um, trying to build my career fighter up and see sure. where I go from there. But uh, that'd be the first place I'd begin yeah. my attack. Is, so. I, I I did a few um, <clears throat> just you know fight now and and did some different fights. The other thing that I really liked about it was when you got guys in multiple weight classes, they changed their rating a little bit. So like Connor, yeah. so Connor okay. at like one forty five, maybe a ninety five, where he's only like a ninety two at fifty five, and he's like a ninety. He might even be less than that at one seventy. Awesome. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So instead of where they just had everybody was pretty much the same rating. Yeah. When He's they were not at 95 at 170. No. Yeah. No. And, it, and it's good. I, I, I like that a lot. But the, a lot the, the roster's just stupid. That's one of the things that I've seen it's about It's incredible. It was, I mean, it was amazing. It everybody's was, there. I've seen far less uh, bug and blooper reels. Yep. The first one... Oh my I god! It was so many terrible oh bugs. Oh man! I seen how much how bad it actually was with the bugs, and I completely just shut it out. No man, I, I would. I I, I'm it. not a console gamer. I'm a right. PC gamer. If right. anyone's ever seen my dungeon, it's, yeah. I'm a PC gamer, and they don't offer it on the PC. Right. Yet anyway, maybe next. I think year. it's coming because yeah. it took them a while to get because they're still pushing UFC one on the PC right now. Yeah. So I think that was a kind of a late late to the game. Right. So. WWE releases theirs in the consoles in like uh, 
every September or October. October, I think. And yeah, then it comes September. around to February. Yep. Because on the... On the uh, That's the other thing I've been seeing is the PC. WWE pushing the PC uh, yeah. 2K16. And it's out now. I just come out and... And last year I bought fifteen last year and it was just chock full of bugs. I have fifty. I <laughs> I bought fourteen. Um, the road to WrestleMania. I rented it a few times and was was getting through the road to WrestleMania and then it was on sale at GameStop and I kind of wanted it because I wanted to finish it. Yeah. Had it for a week and I was like, I'm done. I yeah. Took it back. Got a different game. I bought fourteen. When, fourteen was junk. Dude. Yeah. When I bought thirteen was awesome. Yeah, thirteen was really good. I when I bought 13. my PS4 in May. 15 was on sale, like the, the deluxe edition for like 40 bucks. Awesome. And you got all the DLC and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So, right, yeah. So, I jumped on that because it was, and even I was just like, man, I'm not a, a huge fan of it. Sometimes some of the modes, the career modes are cool, but yeah. I haven't even played 16 yet because I just didn't really feel 15 all that much. Uh, I didn't either. I didn't like 15 at all, so I didn't buy it. I didn't right. buy it 16. But, uh, yeah, if you're if you're thinking about, for me to you, if you're thinking about picking up the, the console and you're going to get a PS4, number one, that's a good move because then we can play each other. Yeah. What? But I would, I, I give it a, I give it a thumbs up. I recommend it. If anybody, if you're, if you're a hardcore fan, pick it up, man. You'll enjoy I don't it. need to, I don't really need any extra bills right now. I'm already, right. you know, who does? But I have this opportunity with just getting this, you know, my third year into Prime now they extended me this and I can do it over six months oh yeah you know um, with with zero uh, interest at all just you know as I go and I have to use that before like April 15th or oh yeah so I mean yeah I have to use it uh, before then, so I got like two weeks or three weeks, whatever it is, to use it. So if you, you know, if that's the one you, I'm looking if at. If you're kind of thinking about it, man, yeah. I, I would definitely recommend picking it up. It was. It was worth the sixty bucks that I paid for the game, and I forgot to pre-order it, so I still have to go back and pay the money to unlock uh, the the Tyson's and the boss oh, rooms. Yeah. I did get Bruce Lee from being a person that played UFC one. They gave me Bruce Lee for free, so that's cool. Okay, but you get uh, Sakuraba. Uh, there's a couple of different uh, Tyson's. There's a couple of different boss rooms. So awesome. It's uh, on top of an already amazing. Uh, oh roster. my god, the roster is so stupid, man! It's it's at least three times the size of the last one, and, wow. and everybody's in there. Everybody's in there. That's awesome. The guys that don't fight in the UFC anymore are there, so they haven't even fought in the UFC yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's you know what's cool. I, I, I didn't mean to completely sidebar the, right. the conversation. <laughs> no, but it was. Um, I brought it up, and I'm glad you did because I did kind of want to talk about it. I was going to actually know. talk about it last week after playing it, but. Uh, I think I picked it up last Wednesday. I'd like to hear more if you guys are playing the UFC uh, on the PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah, uh, let us know what you guys think. Let of us it. know what you think. Uh, tips and tricks, any secrets, some things that you found fun. Uh, show us pictures of your your created guys. Yeah. Whatever you watch, share them on the page. Oh, that's uh, the other cool thing with created guys. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. go for it. But now they've got uh, they've kind of taken some pages out of the out of WWE with their with the tattoos because the tattoos were all pretty basic and crappy, okay. and they still have all the basic and crappy tattoos. But now you can now you can add like you can do custom lettering so you can do your oh, own tattoos. Yeah. Okay. So my my creative guy has fuck you tattooed across <laughs> his left arm. And every time I clip and knock somebody out with a left hook, I say you got hit by the fuck yeah, you. What the fuck you. A <laughs> buddy's got a tattoo with his knuckles. Big guy. Name is Killer. Watch the show. Big Brent out of Washington says it'll. 
heel. It's <laughs> awesome. The coolest tattoo I've ever seen. That is cool as hell. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Killers, you know, he's six foot seven. Oh. He's, he's as wide as he is tall. He's a big, big, big boy. And when I seen him get that tattooed probably about six, seven years ago, I was like, man, that's the awesomest thing I've ever seen in my life. It'll heal. It'll, it'll comma, it'll, you know, heal. It's so cool. <laughs> Big shout out to Big Sexy. Yeah. My buddy Brent, he dropped his bike. He just went into surgery. Um, Brent, if you're listening to this, I hope you get better, buddy. Speed of recovery, man. <clears throat> so, so another. That's uh, Brando got popped for weed. Yep. And now we've got a couple of steroid guys. Uh, Constantine Arokin suspended one year for a positive steroid test after his tough 22 finale fight. That was. That was, uh, uh, that was against. Wasn't that against Gabriel? Yes. Yep, that's what he yeah, fought. Yeah, uh, he dropped the lackluster unanimous decision to Gabriel Gonzaga. Yeah, I remember that fight. I remember we broke down that fight. Yeah. Back in uh, so December. Bad. So he's suspended up until next December. Uh, nothing really huge because Rogan wasn't really anybody no, he's worth it. But it's just another fighter, another fighter getting caught up in this new water. Water thing, and, and it's good. They're catching guys. I'm glad. Right. I'm glad they're catching guys. I'm not glad to see that there's still guys using steroids, but um, if you're going to use them, I'm glad they're getting popped I'm for it. I'm so glad to see guys getting popped you know, because it's good that the sports. If people getting are clean. getting popped, it means that it's working because yep. there are people juicing, there are people taking advantage of things, there are people doing shortcuts, and now they're getting caught for it. The more they get caught, the better. Right. Because eventually people are just going to say, fuck it, it's not worth it. Nope. You know, I can't take a year. You know, when you're when you're someone like Custon or Roken who isn't, you know, you're not, you don't have $10, $15 million in the bank. you got to fight to pay your bills. Yeah. You know, cats like that, they're going to finally see it's not worth. Not worth the, the risks. What can happen? Because, you know, the, the testing has become so advanced now that I'm not saying that there's no way to stop it. If there's a way to lock something, there's a way to unlock something. Any lock has a key. But for right oh, yeah, now, they'll find a way eventually. You know, I mean, science. That's science the fight. is always trying to. Yeah, it's the fight game. It's trying yeah. to stay ahead of stay ahead of the, the testing. But it's good to see that it's working. I'm. It's positive. It's super positive to me that it's working. And the two people that oh my god, done. I don't even want to go deeply into this. But way back when. Oh no! This is just for the recent 149. Never mind. I was thinking that was from their fight no, against no. each other. No, no. This is really fun. This so back, back at you, or Bellator 149, that debacle joke of a card where Dada 5000 almost died, and yeah. Ken Shamrock had the worst reaction to a ball <laughs> shot that I've ever seen in my life. Comes up that both of them test positive for steroids. Oh my God! Let me put my shock face wow. on that 55 year old Ken Shamrock tested positive for steroids. Holy shit! No, no shock there. No the, shock at all. The limit is, is a 4 to 1 ratio. Ken Shamrock was at 12 to 1. Jesus Christ. And you got your ass kicked by yeah. a guy with untaped hands. Uh, Kimbo was set 6 to 1. So he was, you know, he was, he was still, uh, a 4 to 1 ratio was, that's the high limit. Right. You know, that's where, that's anything above that, you're definitely choosing. And, uh, so they didn't announce any suspensions. Um, just that both of them... Just that they were popped. So, uh, whatever. Ken Shamrock needs to stop fighting. That's I, If I ever, if I could never see Kimball Slice fight again, I would be okay with that I'm as well. Because both of them have looked like shit their last two fights. 
So we finally got some questions, man. Yeah. You know, we got some... Uh, we ask you guys all the time to submit some questions to us because we love to answer anything. And we finally got uh, two two of our most active guys on yeah. there. I mean, Paul's always very active as well. Um, and, there, you know, there's a couple of guys that share a lot of stuff. And I can't think of you. Jake. Isn't it Jake one of them? Yep, yep. Jake who shares a lot of posts from the Jake page. Does. You know, it's, it's extremely appreciated. But uh, Rich Cerritos, who's... Rich is probably our biggest fan. He's always commenting and, and, and he's inter- yeah. very interactive with us. He is. It is much appreciated. Um, he's uh, very knowledgeable about the sport uh, going back to its inception. Absolutely. He's, an, he's incredibly uh, knowledgeable. And he has a lot of, of history. Um, doesn't miss a fight. He's, he's part of the reason why I love it the way I love it today. Right. Uh, I've been spending a lot of time with him. That's what, you know, it was always on. He always, yep. every fight he got, you know, uh, and we're talking back when it was only, you know, a few, going to a few times a year. Yeah, like once a month. Once every know. couple of, you, you know, know, six uh, months, of, you know. I enjoyed months. the sport, but I really fell in love with it when him and I started watching it so That's many awesome. years ago. Um, so he, he posted a question here. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit because uh, uh, there's a couple questions here, actually. And so he's just wondering what you guys think about the UFC uh, wanting to push Ra- rush Rousey back into the ring with Tate. Uh, you think Dana can make more money with Tate versus Rousey? And I think that ends up with Rousey as their cash cow with her belt back. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll talk about that part first. Is you think Dana's trying to, to push Rousey back in as fast as possible? I think I don't know if it's Dana pushing her or as much as. Now that Misha has the belt, she's like, okay, well, I can come back now. So you I've, think, you think I've beaten. She wants to rush back to fight Misha, but didn't want to rush back to fight Holly. Would you want to rush back to fight Holly after that? Me, yes, but not not the way Ronda, re- Ronda reacts. Or right. Stuff. If someone kicked my head in, first thing I would be in is the gym saying they're going to get. I mean, I'm going to kick theirs in this time. There's two ca- there's two carrots dangling in front of your face. There's the girl that kicked your jaw off your face. And made it so you couldn't eat an apple for six months. Or there's the bitch you beat the shit out of twice. As a business person... I'm going to go with the girl that I beat twice. Yeah. I'm going to go with the girl that I took her arm home with me the first time and yeah. broke it. And then took it home with me a second yeah. time because she was smart enough to tap. And yeah, it's all about money. It's definitely money. Because, oh, no, no. because Dana knows it's, it's going to make that Holmes-Rousey uh, rematch even bigger. Right. Because now, now that she has her belt back, or now I'm sorry, I'm, I'm speaking ahead. Now, if she gets her belt back by beating Misha, which you know, in my eyes, she's probably gonna do, unless Misha's got this huge confidence boost coming off of winning this title, and they finally figure, you know, maybe studying what. But her striking didn't has never really all that impressed me. It's it's her wrestling. Well, it's her tenacity. Wins. Her tenacity and her wrestling yeah. that wins her fights. It's definitely not her striking. Her um, striking is is not the. The winner in her game, right? So, it, to me, it's definitely more about it's going to make more money for that Ro- Rousey Holmes rematch. I personally think Dana wants her back now. Oh yeah, you know, he wanted her back at four two hundred to yeah. fight Holly. But that's what Rich was saying. Is, is, is think he's trying to rush her back? I think he's. It's I think he's constantly trying to find an angle of, to 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 sell to her. To, to make her want to want to come back. He knew he had an easier sell with, with Misha winning that title. Yeah. 
you know that that, that day she was like, okay, well, yeah. here we go. I think he seen. I think he was bummed to see them because I think he's a bigger payday with home in Rousey. Maybe, yeah. maybe, but the 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 animosity between Ronda and Misha is yeah. gonna build this fight up. Unfortunately, huge. that you know. There's going to be, a, we, we touched on this a couple shows ago, but there's going to be this this big triangle at the top uh-huh. of that division where, you know, let's say, okay, now Ronda beats Misha and gets her belt back, but then she has to defend against Holly. Well, Holly kicks her head in again. And, and she's now she's fight Misha. Now again. Misha comes in and taps her out again. And, right. You know, we might see this huge mess Happen atop of the 135 women's That's division 100% until possible. someone like Nunes or something comes in. Until Amanda Nunes gets in there, she comes in and beats them all and and is reign supreme. Right. And all those three that have been fighting against each other for years lose all their traction. Right. And now we have a new phoenix amongst the ashes. You know that's that's the way I see it. Playing the, out the loser and all this is poor man Nunes because she's yeah. just sitting on yeah. the outside forever. Is she just beating it because if, if Ronda beating beats everyone. Misha, they're gonna give her Holly. Yeah, if Misha beats Ronda, they're gonna give her Holly. Yeah, and here's poor man Nunes. I'm just gonna keep winning fights, and knocking out girls, right? You know, fine, uh, home, just look, just overlook me, no big deal. Uh, but to answer his question, I yeah, I definitely, man, I think that, um. That Dana wants, uh, at the bottom line, at the end of the day, he wants her back. Uh, he wants anyone that can sell that many pay-per-views back. As soon as he wanted John Jones back as soon as mm-hmm. possible, despite all this stuff. He wants Ronda back. But he wants. Her, he also wants her back in the right mindset. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want to push her if she's in there just to be there because <coughs> that's going to hurt him in the long run more. You know. I agree. Uh, and the second part, the next part of this question is, what about the whining from TJ Dillashaw and, you, and, and his... Verbal display of, of, of being upset about not giving him uh, his any rematches right away. Uh, right. Is he not a big enough draw? I think that's part of it. Uh, because we TJ Dillashaw went out and said, did an interview said that you know that's him that he's not getting it. Uh, the um, he doesn't understand why he's not getting his instant rematch when all these other guys like Wyman and everyone else is getting theirs. Well, they were. I mean, it's like this though. Uriah was getting the next title shot regardless. Yeah. They were trying to pair it up to be TJ and Uriah. They wanted Uriah and and TJ to fight because of what was going on now. The truth of the matter is, is that we looked at the numbers. Uriah is yeah. a bigger draw. He has been. He yeah. sold more pay-per-views. TJ hasn't even fought on a pay-per-view since his fight, since it was supposed to be him and Brown 2 when he beat Soto. It was one of the lowest selling And one of the lowest. I mean, still higher than Demetrius Johnson's pay-per-view numbers, but that's... Only like 15,000. Right. But, you know, Dillashaw hasn't been on a pay-per-view since. His title title defense against Abral the second time in July was a fight night on Fox. Yeah. His fight against Cruz was a fight night. It's... So, you know, you've got that... That doesn't sell to begin with. And you got the sell there with... With Faber and Cruz because they hate each other. Yeah, the, these yeah, two got, guys have got, and got history. history. Yeah. And this is a fight that's been building for a long time that they never got to do because Dominic Cruz can't stay healthy. So I don't think that they're necessarily shunning Dillashaw's. I think that they already had this, like you said, to start it off. They had this matchup in mind where they were going to give Faber whoever won between yep. the two. Yep. it didn't matter. And then you know. They'll probably happened. give Dillashaw... I mean, Dillashaw will get his rematch. He better get his rematch. You know? That fight was bullshit. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't understand, you know, 
sometimes sometimes immediate rematches make sense. Yeah. Sometimes they don't. In this case, I don't think it did. Faber's the right guy to give to Dominic Cruz. He'd been the right guy to give to Dillashaw. Um, it, I it made sense to get. It makes sense to give Faber the shot at this time. It's the right timing. I see. I mean, I absolutely see TJ's great with it because yeah, no everybody, but but financially, like Rich said, it's just not a big enough draw. And yeah. Dana knows he's going to sell more pay per views. He can sell pay per views yeah. with Cruz Faber. They can actually put that that fight on a pay per view. I think you could have sold pay per views with Cruz and or with Faber and and Dillashaw. Yeah, yeah, you can. They have I because they have could. they have a story, right? You know, there, there's there's history there. There's natural animosity. There's but if you you're know, gonna if you're gonna finally get that third fight. Now's the time to do it. They're both older guys. Exactly. They're in their 30s. Dominic. We're lucky he makes it. To yeah, the, the fact that he walk, makes the walk to the cage yeah. is incredible. Yeah. So take take the take the time. But I, I get TJ's gripe, and I would be pissed if I was in his I think position so too. too. Yeah. But if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. It man. is what it is, man. You know, it just TJ's going to have to understand that. That that's that's done and over with. Now you have to look forward to who your next opponent right. is, and if because if you can't win that one, you're come not, on, man, you're not you know getting your title shot anyway. So. They're going to look at you as a fluke champion, right? So you have to go ahead and look forward to what's next for you, and not worry about what's next for them. And then once you win your next one, and their fight's done and over with, then start petitioning and start using uh, what what clout you have accomplished so far to kind of push yourself into that role. It is interesting. Though looking at upcoming matchups that they gave Dotson to Barrow instead of giving him TJ, because there you got history there too. Yeah, but he beaten Barrow twice. Well, no, I'm talking about putting Dotson and TJ in front of yeah, each other okay. instead of because instead of Dotson have, and Barrow. Yeah. yeah, they have that Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, yeah, Dotson, Dotson, Dotson's got the win. Yeah, he got the win over him on the Ultimate Fighter. What a better way to welcome him back to 135 than putting oh, him in that would make TJ sense. instead of Henan Burrell. Yeah, that would make sense. But you know, I don't. I'm not Joe. Maybe so. they offered him, and, and Dillashaw said, "No, I want my rematch." Could be. Could be. We don't know what goes on yeah. behind the scenes. That, this is just my brain. Working. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is fantasy book booking. Yeah. So um, hopefully that, Rich. Yeah, thanks, Rich. Hopefully that answers your question. And we got uh, we got one, one more from from Mister Latigast. Yeah, Joey Latigas. Joey Latigas, who I actually had the pleasure of playing a show with next Saturday. But we'll talk about that next week. All right. So, Joey asks, since he's got a couple questions. One, what are your thoughts on the current state of the UFC women's bantamweight title picture? Which we just which talked we about. Did, yeah. Should Rousey have the next shot? Should home? Should uh, those two fight each other for the number one contender spot? Should someone else be in line? Ideally, take on that. ideally absolutely, you should have... Holm and Rousey fight each other for the right to take on Misha Tate. But this ain't an ideal situation, man. No. It's, it's all about money. Here is 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 my ideal situation, how I would try to book it for the ones that I think it's fair to and makes sense to. I'd put Holm and Rousey in a contendership match to see who goes on. I'd give Nunes the shot yeah. at Misha Tate, and whoever wins there takes on the winner of Holm and Rousey too, yep. and then move on from there. Yep. But... I doubt that's going to happen because you got three girls up there that are selling a lot of pay-per-views right now and doing a lot of big business. They're going to keep that love triangle going between Tate and Rousey, Rousey, home, home, you know, back and forth. And unfortunately, like, and I'm probably going to put my foot in my mouth saying this, but I don't think anybody really would care to watch a non-title Ronda Rousey Holly home fight. I don't think the interest is going to be there. It's definitely not going to. Ha- it's not going to be as. 
as interesting not having belts. The line Ronda Rousey was belt was was a fighter built on a belt. Yeah, I mean their first fight in the UFC was for the belt against Carmouche. Um but that being said, it I get it. It makes sense, but in a, like I, like we both said in the beginning in an ideal situation, it should be Holly and Ronda and give Cat and Amanda. You know, there's a, there's a lot of No, you don't even you have know, to give Amanda news the, the the title shot. Let her fight Cat. Yeah, see there's there's other fighters Besides those three, and that's what's going to happen with those with those three girls being on top of uh, these those three women being on top of that division is you're going to have women like Kat Zingani who's been lost in the shuffle for a while ever. You know Amanda Nunes who who Nunes who deserves to be up there who's who's doing a great job of beating everyone they put in front of her. Julia Pena you know, sitting uh, there thinking she deserves yeah, something. Uh, Sarah McMahon Pena could fight it out. I mean, but there's there's other women that, that are coming up who who's who are on winning streaks. Who should have a shot at that, but because those three have created this aura around them, right. they're not going to get it. And uh, Dana's going to keep putting those three against each other in one way or another until the money dies away. Yep. You know. Yep. That's just gonna, that's, that's just gonna how it's going to happen. So what's the second question? Uh, what do you two. think? What do you think of McGregor DS two? Should McGregor defend his title over his, this fight? Next over this fight, yeah, I I don't. We you and I talked about it. I don't really care for the McGregor Diaz fight. I think it's not a great idea, especially that they're trying to do it again at one seventy. Doesn't make any goddamn sense to me at all. If you're going to do it, do it at one fifty five, where these two should be fighting. I do think that Connor should have to defend his belt. Uh, don't understand why he's not defending his belt. Something happened in the trying to get the fight with Frankie. Obviously, stuff we don't know about because yeah. that was the big the thing they were talking for the longest was the fight with Frankie that was going to happen in two hundred. Something fell apart there. They don't want to do him and Aldo. No. Um, yes, um, I, I I put a post on my personal page that I felt that if he if he doesn't want to defend it, vacate it. Yeah. Yeah, was that's confused by old. some people as to as being stripped. <laughs> I don't think that, there's a big difference between vacating and stripped. Okay, I don't think they're gonna if, if they're gonna keep continue to signing McGregor to other fights, they can't strip him right because they're agreeing to let him do all right. stuff. I agree. I believe if he doesn't want to defend it anymore, he can vacate, vacate it and let someone else go after it, and he can attack it later on if he wants. They're not um, going to strip the guy because no, they're, they're the ones they're putting the ones him in fights. They're the ones bugging him in the fights. You can't... Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's still making me sigh. I know, man. I um, know. You and me both. I felt like running my head in the wall. <laughs> but I don't care to see uh, McGregor DS2 at 170. I don't care to see McGregor DS2 at 155 at this point. I'd rather see, I'd rather see Conor go back into... Defending that featherweight belt against right. somebody, um, it's obviously not. It can't, I believe Frankie's got a groin injury. Yeah, that and thing. I think it's still lingering on, and it's not allowing him to. Well, heal. who do you put in there then? Uh, I mean, you could give him. The, the, he's already beaten Chad. You gotta give him someone like. You can like, give him Holloway, but uh, does Holloway really deserve a title shot at sitting at four? I don't know. I, I mean, there's a great. There's a story. There's, there's Ricardo Lamas and Holloway sitting there at four and five. Uh, Lamas got. Destroyed by Mendez or by Frankie, and, and Connor's already beaten Holloway. Right, albeit uh, you know that was Holloway's last loss. 
I think was the last time that Max lost. And that might it. make sense to give him. A, I mean, let him go at it again. Yeah. Because there's history there. Yeah, and it's the only decision but, win that Connor had. That's the fight he blew his knee out. And then but, you look at it like this: is who's gonna, are they going to buy more Connor versus Holloway fights or Connor versus Diaz fights? Connor Diaz. It makes sense because the, we we talked about the the ideal situation would have been Connor RDA, right? And now it looks like different direction. Eddie Maybe Alvarez completely. and RDA are going to get that that match. I uh, think it's. I mean, you can't really give Connor the title shot after losing, even though he lost at one seventy. You know, coming off a loss and the doesn't loss. make you can't. No, it doesn't make sense to to say, "Hey, you lost. Congratulations. Here's a Here's title, title shot, shot for losing." And it sends a bad. Since it puts a bad taste in a lot of people's oh, mouths. Oh, and there's already a bad enough taste in enough people's mouths when it comes to Connor anyway, so yeah. you don't need to add any fuel to the fire. Personally, Joey, I, I think Connor should should go back down to 45. They'll find him a suitable opponent, whether it be Holloway or somebody. Just defend your belt because you haven't uh, you haven't even defended it yet. No. Um, so whether it be Lamas or Charles Oliveira or, or whoever they decide to put in there, um, if, if Frankie can't do it, and if you don't want Aldo, there's still some quality opponents that are in there. Um, you could do Mendez again. I don't think it's smart to, but you could if the push come to shove. Right. Um, but, bro, I'm with you and thinking that uh, he should defend his belt first. I agree. And I think he had a third he part, did. right? Yep. And then the third part of his question is Jones Cormier 2. What are your thoughts and picks? Uh, trying to get us a month early and making picks on Jones Cormier <laughs> too, Latigas. Uh, we'll break down in full detail Cormier and Jones too uh, in a few weeks. But right now, this my opinion hasn't swayed my from, from last year. Uh, my opinion hasn't swayed from last month. John Jones is the man to beat until he's beaten. I will not pick against John Jones. Nope. I. He is too good. He's, his reach is too long. He's too qualified. He's had too many big, big title matches. He knows exactly what it's like to beat the best of the best. He's the pound for pound king for a reason. He he is the best fighter in the world yep. right now. Daniel, you're holding his belt. Yeah, that's all you're doing. That's it. You're holding it. That's it. And and the scariest thing is this is a focused training. Oh. This is like young John Jones. Yeah, hungry, and, and he's and he's pissed off at this you. Is, this is young John Jones physically with with seasoned John Jones experience. Yeah, there's nobody that can beat him. I don't know what Daniel's thinking, talking all this shit about how you know you're not going to press me up against the cage. What are you going to do to stop him? Absolutely, that's nothing. what I want to know. What has changed so much because you beat Gustafson, because you beat Rumble. So, <laughs> so I'm waiting. What what are you going to do to stop him? You couldn't even stop him from taking you down, man. Yeah. You were supposed to be the best wrestler in the UFC, and you got taken down yeah. five times. Yeah, never taken down by anyone else before because you were so good. And Jones threw you around like a rag doll. doll. Jones and, Jones is that good, man. And I have I have complete faith that Jones is going to destroy him. I'm, I'm with you, and I, I'll break down every reason why here yeah. in a couple weeks, Joey. In a couple weeks, when the fight is booked and we do our preview for it, we'll do a we're going to do a half an hour on that fight Jesus alone, God, yeah, uh, on the different angles and the lead up and everything like that. But um, to say it right now, this is exactly what I would have said 
month ago, weeks ago, that's exactly what I said. A year ago when, when they had the match and they were going to set up for a rematch, yep. I'd still say it the same way. Yeah, John, Nothing's changed. John's going to dominate this fight. Thank you, boys. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Joey. We appreciate the questions. And then, you know, you guys, the rest of you, get in on this, man. It's fun. This, we, is, the Dave, best, this is the best part of our yeah, day, man. Dave and really I is. enjoy this a lot, just getting to interact and, and answer questions from you guys. So feel free to keep them coming. Um, final thoughts? Um, uh, per, on a personal level, I, I'm glad to be, to be feeling better. Um, I'm looking forward to going in and ordering me a PlayStation and getting some UFC, <laughs> some UFC gaming going. So if you guys have um, PlayStation IDs and, and you're going to play some UFC, go ahead and post them. Yeah, drop them, drop them on, the, know, drop we'll, on the page. We'll, we'll buddy up and we'll, we'll have some matches. Otherwise, um, we don't have a card for... Uh, Couple weeks, not till April tenth. April tenth, so April tenth our next card, and that's uh, that's Dos Santos and uh, somebody Ruffalo. Ruffalo, thank you. Uh, so next week we're gonna have to do a topic of discussion, like something like the the, the best, like we've done before, yeah. best knockouts of all time, the greatest of all greatest time in each weight class. Whatever. So if you guys are reading, or listening to this, and you guys want to hear a best of sort of post, give us some yeah. topics or ideas, please. Contribute and, uh, a topic that you guys would love to hear us talk about. Yeah, we'll work on that next week. And uh, until then, here's to, here's to good health. Yeah, yeah. On a personal level, I'm glad that you're recovering Thank and you, that this, uh, this infection is finally starting to leave. Thank and you. I know how miserable you were, mm-hmm. man. Like I said, these, these guys don't know. I, I talk to you every other day at least, and I know how bad it was here for a while. So, man, I'm, I'm really thankful you got your health back. And Appreciate it. So that's going to wrap it up for us this week's episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. As always, we appreciate you guys for listening and make sure you're going to the Facebook page, giving us a like, uh, hitting us up there on on iTunes and giving us your rates and reviews and all that stuff. Uh, Keep the questions coming, contribute for next week's topic discussion. Or tell us to go fuck ourselves. Whatever, whatever you feel like doing, you know, just just let us know. Whatever works. We but we appreciate everything, uh, and we'll be back again next week with another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show for David Van Bogelen. I'm Jeff Shannon. Thank you guys again for listening.